with Gamescast for the week of August 26th. I'm one of your hosts, Night Swarm, and with me, as always, Filter Court. What up? Hello. We also have Drake with us. What's going on, man? Hey, I'm happy to be back, uh, sober. Um, hey. <laughs> uh, That's true. Uh, I missed, Three hours running. I missed, like, the last two weeks or whatever, or last week, and then before that, obviously, I was very hungover. Um, and, and I went back and I listened to that, and uh, uh, <laughs> that show was fun. I, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, and I think it came across because you guys were laughing and stuff. But I just, you know, for your audience, there was a bunch of sarcasm in that in that opening statement. Like, opening <laughs> statement I had. Uh, you know, I, it's it. If you take it like literally, it sounds incredibly douchey. But uh, the sarcasm was intended, although I don't know if it came across. But I think it did. Um, Dan thought it was funny. Dan yeah. thought it was hilarious. Good. Okay. All right. Yeah. It, the 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 message was received. Um, He's like, <laughs> he was like, what? Wait, yep, wait, did correct. he say Hollywood as fuck? Sure <laughs> and did. I was like, he did while he was laying in bed doing a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like a thermos of ice water on his forehead. Good, okay, all right. that's exactly the pocket I want people to be in for that. So, um, so that was really fun. If you guys didn't get to listen to what was that like, one oh one oh seven or one oh eight? Go yeah. back and check that out. That was fun. Cool. Uh, you know, and it'll probably it's probably not gonna be the last time it happens. So, um, <laughs> for sure, definitely not in your life. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but you know, I'm I'm uh, I'm actually I'm, I'm completely uh, in the zone for this podcast. Uh, a lot a lot of working done. A lot of cool things happening. Can't talk about them right now, but. Uh, um, you know, nice. so I'm doing cool. stuff. Awesome. Cool. Um, and of course we're doing stuff as well. Uh, we have our weekly show right here. Uh, you can catch our bi-weekly show. We did our first like unofficial episode, uh, last mm-hmm. week. We'll do our, uh, official episode next week, uh, where we're going to go ahead and do a deep dive on the story of, uh, the Witcher series. We'll be starting of course right. with the Witcher 1. Um, and then we'll move forward with, uh, from there, and we'll see how it progresses. Whoa, uh, what is this? It's like pretty in, cool. investigative reporting? Is this a documentary? What's what is this? Yeah, yeah it's just, so it, it's going to be like um, basically we're going to go and just do like a deep dive cover of like okay, this is what happened in The Witcher One. So if you never played it because that uh, game fucking basically sucks dick, uh, uh, it's not a big deal. You can still catch. Um, uh, you know, yeah, and, here's the and, details. And, it, it'll be great for people who didn't play those games and they want to catch up. It'll also be pe- great for people who did play the, these games and they might have several different paths. This is one mm-hmm. of the paths cool. that you can take. Very cool. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think that'll be a, a really fun bi-weekly thing. And then if uh, it gets popular, maybe we can do it more weekly, so, uh, depending on time. So I, it's going to be brutal, too. I have, that'll be brutal. I have a question, and, uh, you know, don't spoil anything. So if the answer... Requires spoilers. Just plead the fifth. Uh, okay. But so I, I started Witcher One. Uh, probably won't finish it because I'm not a big PC guy. PC, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not a big PC guy. Um, right. And you know that that game's just also really long and like it's a little esoteric in some ways. And you know it's as you guys said, it's not you know it didn't didn't age great. I don't even know if it was ever you know great when it came. It out. It really wasn't amazing at the time. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't start great. No. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I will not finish Witcher One. I, I will look up all the cutscenes mm-hmm. on on the internet before I start Witcher Two. Uh, but I yeah. I was I did wonder because there are choices in that game and stuff. But it's not like Mass Effect. My save file doesn't carry over from game to game. So how does The Witcher sequels from 1 to 2 and from 2 to 3, how does that handle your choices okay. from the previous game? 
Yeah, in the beginning of two, um, this is not a spoiler. Okay. Uh, basically, it's the first like dialogue that you have. Okay. Um, there will be some things where like uh, it's it's almost like the beginning of like Dragon Age Inquisition, where you're in like a jail cell and okay. the game turns on or like Oblivion, okay. I guess. Yeah. And there's a guy that's like, "Okay, I heard that you did this. Is that true?" Oh. And he'll be like, "No, I didn't." Blah blah blah. That was blah blah blah. Oh. And then he's like, "Oh well, I also heard that you used such and such sword to kill the king of my ass." And you're like. <laughs> That is true. That is definitely true. <laughs> that was, that happened. You, you remember correctly. As I sliced this dude in half, he was like, I'm the king of that dude's ass. And another guy in three, three cells down goes, I seen it. <laughs> it's true. That's all true. So, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's not capable. The, the, uh, I think Witcher 2 on PC actually searches for a save file mm-hmm. of Witcher 1. And if you have certain gear, it'll give you that. Cool. But it's not capable of picking up choices, I don't think. So what about 2 to 3? And Witcher 3, I think, doesn't address it at all. Oh, and there's all. a couple no. conversations where it'll be like... Um, like, there's one character in particular that has a... Uh, I'm trying to be as spoiler-free as possible here. Has a, like, serious, like, disabling wound. Okay. And it'll be like... Um, like, you witness that wound take place in the second Witcher game. Okay. And then it's like they might reference like oh well you didn't do anything to help me when this happened and you can say oh actually i did but you you didn't notice because there was this other shit going on or you can be like yeah you deserve it so yeah so then none of the choices in one or two can be all that impactful to the story if three just kind of like wings oh they definitely are (laughs) they're hugely impactful to the story so then like so does three just like pick the choices that they wanted you to make? Like, how does that work? No, it's just it, it, it does such a massive time hop. It's like a fucking thirty or forty year time hop in between each. Whoa, game. really? I mean, Geralt's like yeah. over hundred years. Whoa, old. Yeah. damn. And so, Vesemir is nine thousand years old. Vesemir, I he's, think they say because I talked about it. They mentioned that he's like a hundred and eighty or something. So yeah. then, like yeah. nothing. So that, like, well. That's weird though. It just it makes me feel like Hold my on. choices don't matter if like in 30 40 they years don't. it's not going to I mean it's it's okay. just to that game. I mean oh, okay. also you go to entirely different regions of the world. Oh, okay. So like the, so um, the the like the choices are that that you're making are like minuscule compared to the shit that's happening with the empire. Okay. You're not mm-hmm. you're not affecting the way basically like the war like panned out. Okay. I see. Or who yeah. the king and queen are like okay, you're I see. not yeah so it's right so the the games like they do sort of agree on a path because there is a they're like referencing things in the books Mm -hmm. so like in the books which are not spoilers to the games for the most part okay um you know like Geralt is typically he's a friend of like um non-humans so he typically is trying to protect elves and dwarves from humans whenever they're starting up like a pogrom or anything Mm-hmm. Um, he typically, you know, there, there's certain things. He's not religious, so like, there's things that are canonical that they can kind of fall back on. Okay, but if when you're playing the game, like in what Witcher One, uh, it's been a while, but you're facing like the Order of the Flaming Rose or whatever, and mm-hmm. they're like religious zealots, basically. Mm-hmm. They're like on a witch hunt, so like, there's a ton of options that you get that in real life, you know, and, and based on the novels and everything. Geralt would obviously do choice A, but if you want to, you can do choice B and the game will carry on. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, like, I feel like the biggest thing that you get out of it is, like, he's a monster slayer. 
That's the whole point of the of the character. Okay. Yeah, you most know, of the stuff your choices little side stories. Your your choices that have carried on is that monster is no longer in the world. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. All right. Sure. Um, so wait, are are the games like how I also wondered this, like it's a book doesn't have choices. Like how does the game is the game a, like an adaptation of the books? Do the books take place like before the game or after the game? Like, how does how close of an adaptation is it? Uh, yeah, it's not an adaptation. They're a follow up to the books. Oh, okay, so this is like a sequel. Um, to the so books. I and again, I was actually talking about this earlier. Where I guess we're not a hundred percent sure. Like, it's sort of mixed. Like, some of the stuff may take place during the books. Like, certain side quests you do okay. are directly referenced, but um, like a lot of it like people will actually sometimes mention like he'll say oh i thought that you xyz and it's an event that happened in the book and the person's like oh yeah i got out of that okay so uh, that happens quite a bit so and i believe the netflix show it takes like it looks like it's about a younger Geralt and stuff so then yeah it's during the beginning of the books okay or it's like it's set during some of the side stories okay so because there's the netflix show is like a more of a traditional adaptation of the books yeah okay yeah, the Netflix show, I believe, is based on the Polish TV series Hexer from uh, 1996. Yeah. Roughly. So, let me, um, let Polish let people me, are pretty dope. Let me check my notes. Uh, yeah. All right, so I got some confirmation here. Um, Geralt is thought to be 100-ish years old by the time of Witcher 3. Yennefer is said to be born in 1173, and Witcher 3 takes place... In 1274, so Yennefer is 100 years old. Okay. Triss is a young sorceress, so probably less than 100 years old. Uh, Ciri will be 22 in The Witcher 3. Dandelion is in his 40s. Vesemir is several hundred years old. Several hundred? God damn. At least 200. Yeah. Interesting. Bitch is old. One day. How old is Vesemir? He's unspecified, but he is very old. I can't wait to play The Witcher 3 one day. I just, you know. Who has the time? Yeah, in like five or six years. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. you're going to need the next five or six years to finish it. Cool. Dan Vesemir was a straight up legend. And and the, the cool thing about this new series, uh, to kind of get back on, on track so we can push forward into Move what on. people <laughs> actually want. Sorry. Um, the Witcher is uh, our starting point, and that's because we right. love The Witcher. Um, yeah, and I'm still insanely deep in The Witcher. <laughs> so, uh, next, after The Witcher... Uh, we haven't decided. So that could be up to the audience. Um, So if there is something that people want to see uh, or want to hear about, um, Mm -hmm. let us know. We do have a a growing list, not in any specific order, nothing that we're doing like next or anything. Do Kingdom Uh, Hearts. But but Kingdom Hearts is on the list. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we have Kingdom Hearts. We have uh, all of the traditionals that you would expect. Elder Scrolls, Fallout, Mass Effect, Dragon Age. Um, the Souls games, uh, Last of Us, Bioshock, God of War, uh, Kingdom Hearts, of course. Then we have some shorter ones that could be fun to do, like The Order. Um, and, you know, it, it, it just all depends. And if there's something specific that other people would like to hear, uh, it's a research opportunity for us, basically. So if it's something we don't know about, it's something we're going to be learning about. 
Um, so. so are you replaying these? How are you getting the recap information? Are you like replaying these games and like being like, ah, refresher, and then like writing notes down as well, you do Well, some it? of it we already Next. know. Yeah. Um, yeah, some of it is like, so I, obviously I have all the Witcher books. I'm like super into Witcher lore and shit. Um, so, so some of it we're just, we already know. We're getting a lot from Wikipedia, and I've actually played all three. So I know one canonical, you know, my playthrough route of each of the games. And but obviously, I, like, I don't remember a lot from Witcher 1. I've, I've played all three, but I haven't, I didn't finish all three. I've got on the Witcher 1 well too late that I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. No, thank you. Any time um, at all was already too late for it. I've, um, but Witcher 2 was a lot of fun, and so was 3. Cool. Yeah. I just replayed all the Kingdom Hearts games, so if you need help with notes on that one, let me know. And Jesus we... God. We do have Days Gone on there as well. So, we you know, we have some of these, like, smaller, like, almost one episode, possibly two episode games that we could do. Like The Order yeah. of 1986. Like that Days Gone. Or, uh, I'm not sure, Alan Wake could be a one-parter, but it could also be a two-parter. So that uh, yeah, it's like one or two. Um, so, that list can grow. We just need to be, let, people need to let us know. We also have some real ridiculous ones on there. Like Final Fantasy? Um, I don't even know how we would tackle that. That would be a hundred. That would be a whole uh, podcast You need at least I'm one thinking on every game. One on at least every game, and then we would have to put them in order of... Chronological order of the world that they're a part of. Right. Because yeah. some of them take... Not many of them take place in the same world. Right. Right. Um. So it would be a, it would be a whole thing. All right, cool. so we'll go ahead and uh, we'll go ahead and move on from that, unless you guys have anything else you uh, you want to toss in there. Uh, no. I'm in a, so uh, now that we're not doing uh, what we've been playing, uh, what's the like itinerary? What's the order of this episode? Oh yeah, we're just gonna jump right into um, the uh, the monthly like the freebies, games with gold, PlayStation Plus, and then move on to releases, and then the news of the week. Okay, cool. Yep. Uh, game announcements are covered in the news. Uh, it'll Game be announcements usually, yeah. Cool, yeah. <clears throat> cool. Depends. So, we got, so we'll just go ahead and we got jump a game right announcement in. this week, guys. <laughs> um, so uh, we'll go ahead and jump into the monthlies. We'll get it started with games with gold. Hell yeah! So uh, this month, I gotta come out and say it. Pretty weak. Xbox Eww. had been just absolutely crushing PlayStation for the last few months. Yeah, and uh, looks like that's gonna turn this month. Um, so what we're looking at is this. There's a good one in here, and it's Hitman Complete First Season on Xbox One. It's pretty cool. Um, it's good to get people prepped for two, which is out. Um, yeah. You know, do some catch-up uh, work on that. And I know a lot of, like, Hitman levels were given out for free, so this could be a good way to just round out your collection. Yeah, if it's... If you have, um, like, you know, the first mission and then a couple holiday ones or whatever. It's actually, like... I, I didn't know that I was going to be into Hitman as much as I was when I started playing the first season, mm -hmm. when they were bringing out those free episodic pieces. Um, and it's it's surprisingly fun if you're into that. Uh, like, you can play it however you are feeling at the moment. If you want to go in guns a-blazing, you can go ahead and give that a shot. If you want to be stealthy or poison or, uh, you know, you can just pick what you want to do from the beginning. And mm -hmm. that's a whole different way to have fun with the game. It's it, it it's really good at what it does still. Yeah. So yeah. that's a good so, 
that's a good get. Uh, that'll be for the entire month, uh, September 1st to the 30th. Um, September 16th to October 15th is a game called We Were Here. It's a little um, indie game where you basically team up with either uh, you know one of your friends or a stranger online to escape an abandoned castle. Uh, it's a sort of like a puzzle platformy type game. Um, you'll have only your walkie-talkie and voice to help you. Communication and collaboration with your partner is key. Every room will challenge your wits, and your only your voice and teamwork will allow you to escape. So it's kind of a digital escape room. Hmm. Nice. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, September 1st to the 15th, you're going to be looking at Earth Defense Force 2025. They've been going hard on the yeah, a lot EDF of Earth games. Defense Force games. Yeah. I wonder if Microsoft's just going to acquire their ass. <laughs> And then uh, September 16th to the 30th, uh, Tekken Tag Tournament 2. Um, so those last two are both 360 backwards compatible on Xbox One. Yep. Um, Pretty weak. Yeah. Hitman's good. Compared to what they have Hit been Hitman's, Hitman's really good. EDF can be fun. It's one of those games that, uh, that is more fun depending on who you play it with. Right. Um, and then... You know the other two. I can't really speak for We Are Here, but Tekken Tag Tournament Two is you know another Tekken game. Yep. So cool. Not not the worst month we've seen. Oh, certainly I'll not the give worst. Give it that. Yeah. All right. So we'll move on to um, PlayStation Plus. Uh, PlayStation Plus, of course, as you know, has shortened the amount of games that we're getting, pulling it back from potentially some months getting like five and six titles all the way down to two and they think that it's cool to do that because they're giving us bigger titles um that has been a lie for the last few weeks yeah it has been a lie for the last or few months. weeks uh or yeah months you're right um but this month not bad uh playstation plus is shelling out batman arkham knight um so that's pretty cool uh especially one of the kind of like later uh batman titles I personally didn't get a chance to play this because I was like, I was left a little uh, bummed after what was the one before like Origin or something like that. It wasn't a, it wasn't like a direct like sequel to mm-hmm. um, like Arkham City, but uh, Arkham Knight is. Um, and then the second big game, probably the bigger game of the two, which is surprising that it's even on here at all, is uh, Darksiders Three. Oh um, yeah. That's really quick. Really so, quick. When did that even come out? It. Uh, it's like. It's been like a year, maybe, right? Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, original release November twenty seventh of eighteen. Not even a year. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the standard uh like action adventure hack and slash. You, this time you're playing uh Fury. She has, uh, what do you even call that? It's like a sword that. Is like a whip almost, like a yeah. like, like a chain sword that can it can like, solidify into a sword or it can be a whip. Yeah, it reminds <laughs> me. There was a character in a Soul Calibur that has something similar. Tick um, Diddies. But yeah, what? What? Nah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what you've got. Uh, you'll be able to pick those up from uh, September third to September thirtieth, uh, which means. The next few days, you will still be able to pick up the last uh, month game. You'll be able to pick up uh, mm-hmm. Wipeout Omega Collection and Sniper Elite 4 um, yeah. until the second. So, uh, yeah, 
get out there and grab those. They also have, um, I believe they had have a flash sale. I'm not sure if it's still going on currently. Um, but uh, they had a few good things on there. You know, nothing that we'll go over here. But now, now, see, stuff. man, I, I this is the thing. Like, I'm never in agreement with people on like on the PlayStation Plus games of gold games and stuff like that because, like, to me, like, I I think. Batman Arkham Knight is so unappealing as a plus game. Yeah, I'm not going to play that. Well, because like I don't like AAA games as PlayStation Plus games. To me, that's like that that's not what that service is for. Like and I mean, I get it like people just want like the highest monetary value for free each month, but like right. especially because I, I I buy physical copies. So like first of all, if a game has a physical copy, like I'm going to buy it anyway. So like that's there's no value to me in something that I can also buy in stores. But like What's cool about Plus that I thought is, like, I like when it's, like, an indie game or, like, a game I might not necessarily have played or, like, a game that maybe, like, didn't get, like, a lot of sales and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, I think Darkstars 3 is a more interesting PlayStation Plus game because I assume a lot of people yes. are going to pick that up. Right. Um, and same thing for Hitman. Like, not enough people bought Hitman. Like, that's a great Games for Gold game. Um, but, like, yeah, like, I, I don't... I think, I think there's more value... In something that maybe only cost fifteen dollars, but you would have never thought to play, before, like otherwise, you know what I mean? Uh, and so, like, yeah, um, I definitely agree with that. I, I also like, I loved uh, the Wipeout Omega Collection last uh, last month. Like, I love the Wipeout games. I hadn't gotten around to playing this H- the HD package that they put out around. Um, and you know, it's not necessarily. I'm not super into racing games, even though I love Wipeout. I don't necessarily know that I wanted to pay $40 for, you know, something I'm probably not going to put that much time into. And so getting it for free is perfect. Also, that doubles as a VR game. And that's something I think PlayStation needs to be doing more of with these uh, PlayStation like Plus games. Yeah. Is like really, like one VR PSVR game every two months or something like that. And just like, because they were doing that for a while. Um, <laughs> yeah, I they think, were. I think they need to lean back into that. Um, so... You know, um, I'm actually not super jazzed about the plus lineup this month, but I was last month, so you know. I mean, I, I am because I always like when there's games that I actually didn't buy. Right. Um, right. So I mean, that's for me. I'm like, that's a win, even if I don't play it. It's still something that I'm like, okay, that's all right. And I knew for a hundred percent, a hundred percent, I wasn't going to play Darksiders three. Um, it just didn't appeal to me. Uh, and it still doesn't. So I probably <laughs> won't play it. Um, but I do have the option. So if I'm like, like if I get the like itch to want to, you know, try something of that style, now in my mind, I'm like, oh, I, you know, I, I have that hack and slash action adventure game that I haven't played yet. Mm. Um, Batman, on the other hand, is kind of a take it or leave it. But uh, it's. You know, I think we also see with PlayStation Plus, um, I think Sony tends to try to, you know, like some of the companies that, that do that are, it's almost like, uh, like I don't want to say like, oh, but they're like, it's like they're looking at their next thing and they're like, okay, mm-hmm. so here's this and it's almost like, in yeah, preparation for the their sequel next piece. to whatever next month, yeah. so yeah. put out Borderlands Two. Oh, right, yeah, right, it, yeah. That's smart. So, ooh, yeah. I mean, and conspiracy theory right now. Do you think this means new Batman game? Rocksteady's well, is this mean Rocksteady's about to finally announce whatever the fuck they've been working on, and like it comes out in like 
December. And it's going to be Ninja Turtles, and I'm going to be so excited. <laughs> That's what it's going to be? I, I, I think I think Rocksteady is going to announce the, what they're working on at the next PSX. And it's going to come out within like four months. Like I think it's like that. the game is like ready to go. But they just want to like, because especially because, you know, I don't know, like there's been a lot of games that just get announced like way too soon and stuff like that. So I think they just like, they want to pull out like, they want to pull a Fallout 4 where just like announced to release is like six months tops. Yeah. And like that thing is like, just, you know, you see it, you're excited, you buy it. Like, right. But what they weren't counting on was how fucking stacked Q1 and Q2 of next year are going to be. Yeah. <laughs> Danger. Don't release anything. Like, legitimately, in the spring. In fucking February, March, April, like, they're releasing four games that I'm going to put 600 hours yeah. into each. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I've already called time off work for <laughs> yeah, Cyberpunk. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. Wow. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I need I'm going to take uh, th- those a couple last... days around Cyberpunk. I think it comes out. it comes out Thursday. So I have Thursday off. I'm taking Friday off. Thursday, and Friday, Saturday, weekend. Sunday, maybe Monday. Yeah. I might even do the day before, just so I can stay up super late and play it at midnight. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, good, yeah. I don't know. Bro, yeah, we got Cyberpunk, Final Fantasy VII, Watch Dogs, Legion, Avengers. Fucking... All of Avengers. Like, um, two months of each other. Like it's Two months. Watch Dongs. Watch Dongs, dude. Oh my goodness, Watch Dogs. <laughs> Love to watch Fuck. Dogs. What? Watch Dogs, dude. That's that's a good porn parody of Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs. Oh, that's been made. Trust me. <laughs> oh, hold on. Make I'm not going to do dude, a search, but we'll have Filter do the search. March 2020, uh, fucking Animal Crossing. Is that confirmed for March? We're never it's getting that. Supposedly in March. Wow. I don't know if it's happening. Dude, and Last of Us <laughs> Part 2 is coming out in about. February. Like, draft your tweet Ooh. right now. Yep. Good luck, everyone. <laughs> okay, I'm taking uh, fucking February games through video games through May off next year. <laughs> yeah. Is that cool? For real, man. I got. I, I hope I'm done with Days Gone by then. Um, <laughs> yeah, really. I hope I'm done with The Witcher by then. Um, oh, man. man. Anyway. That's good stuff. Quality. <laughs> so let's go ahead and let's move right along. Uh, Adam? We'll, uh, I'm excited to play Darksiders 3. I'm a very real Witcher Chief. Fair. I, I like the Dark Siders stuff. I mean, they are doing Dark Siders Genesis, so right. it's like here you need to play our last thing. You don't need right. to, but please do it. Please do it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, games coming out September second to the eighth. Second, obviously, being Labor Day, right? You? Yeah. Wait. So but, yeah, I will be yeah. sitting around tomorrow. Anybody's wondering. I'm absolutely not doing any work. Cool. No pants. Good. I'll be at work, but I won't be doing any work. Cool. Oh, wait, what? Wait, you have to go to work tomorrow? (laughs) No. I got the day off. Cool. But usually when I'm at work, I'm not doing any work, so nothing new there. Same. I'm going to start bringing my Switch to work. Just see if anybody says anything. (laughs) (laughs) All right, before we jump into this, we'll go ahead uh, and shamelessly plug ourselves. Head over to facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. to check out all the top news and video game stuff. Uh, Chat with us over there before we talk about the stuff uh, here on the podcast um, and give us some fuel for that fire. As well, over on Twitter, uh, that's at Mammoth Games Inc. So you know we go live and do junk just like this. We tweet other ridiculous stuff, so that's fun. Um... So all the likes, comments, shares, follows, and other stuff is appreciated. But we'll jump into the first game coming out Tuesday, uh, 
September 3rd for PS4, Xbox One from Atlas. Catherine, uh, full body. Yeah, so it's they've added... Like, this is sort of a... I don't know, it's it's half a, like a collector's edition, up-res, HD release, and half mm-hmm. like, hey, we added some new fucking shit. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very weird, because, like... Like, there's a whole nother bench. Yeah, there's a whole nother Catherine, and, like, that, like, I would assume fundamentally changes the story of that game. So, right. I, I don't know, man, it's weird. I, I love the original Catherine. Like, I think the original Catherine is one of the most unique, interesting, and, like, you know, daring games certainly made you know in a triple a budget um just mm-hmm. like that game deals with relationships and like adult themes in ways that like most like games don't but even like media there's not a whole lot of stuff that deals with those topics in the way that it does um and on top of that it's just also a really great puzzle game so there's a lot of really cool stuff going on in Catherine. i you know everyone who missed mm-hmm. it the first time definitely check it out but you know mm-hmm. i do wonder if adding this other Catherine kind of like, you know, I wonder if it's a worse story now, you know, like the first one was so like <laughs> tight and well put together um, that I, I f- don't know how I feel about them changing it. Um, I, I, yeah. is there an, I wonder, also wonder if there's an option just to play the original, like if you can just play yeah, them. That, that would be interesting. I'm not sure because like, yeah, it is like, it's a really fascinating game. Like it's sort of like, a, you know, normal guy gets, a once in a lifetime opportunity to cheat on his wife and her girlfriend or whatever and then it like ruins his life <laughs> which is always good because the, the, the like the messaging in this game is really interesting is this just like, anime scott pilgrim yeah it like okay, it's, it's like it like he's like tortured constantly about like these like hot girls that are trying to bang him like he's like constantly like considering suicide and like it's so funny <laughs> it's so bizarre. Uh, it's just but the you, you make shit cho- ever. so you make choices too, though, and like it really like it, it lets you examine how you feel about relationships, how you feel about commitment, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you, you both like you you can project yourself onto Vincent as much as you want to, or you can kind of let Vincent kind of be his own character. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, it, it's it's cool, and like you do you make choices throughout the thing, and so you're really like you're given the reality of a, a girlfriend who wants to settle down and have kids and you're presented with Vincent, a character who is very much unsure if that's the direction he wants to go in or not. And through the process of mm-hmm. playing this game, you kind of like, you know, the other Catherine offers like this, this freedom and stuff. And, you know, this an escape out of this relationship and, you know, it's just kind of determining like what's best for him. What, you know, what, what do you want? What, you know, what kind of direction do you want to go into your life? Uh, and something else really cool that does is like uh, it asks you these uh, there's like little safe areas like throughout the puzzle sections and uh, mm-hmm. you can you, you're asked these questions about like relationships and stuff and when you answer it gives you like the live polling of like what everyone else said um, that's cool and it's, so it's kind of cool to like gauge like you know like um, you know how you feel about this because you don't know how everyone else answered until you answered and then you answer it and you see how everyone else polled and it's just kind of like an interesting indicator on yeah. what the rest of this audience is you know feeling about these situations did you yeah, have that was always super interesting did you happen to see this at e3 uh they were yes. there i believe right? yeah, yeah yeah i think they were um i i don't know if it was playable or not okay. i didn't really check it out because i played the original 
Um, and, you know, there's only so much time at the show right. floor. So I definitely passed through the Sega booth, but um, uh, and I looked at the stuff there. I think it might have just been a video. I don't know, I'm not sure, but uh, if you could play it, I wasn't going to sit in line to play a game I've already played. So. <laughs> well. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, Catherine Full Body coming out. I don't know if I would recommend it, but it's very interesting. I 100% recommend it. Everyone should play it. When I first played, I was like, is this Qbert? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Neo Qbert. Nobody remembers. Now with um, Venus. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, coming out for PS4, Xbox One uh, from Atlas. His nose was just an uncircumcised penis. Qbert? <laughs> Send tweet. <laughs> yeah. uh, on Wednesday the 4th, uh, we were looking at the release. It kind of like, I don't know, kind of quick, I think, um, from announcement to release of Warsaw. Which is a um, sort of Dark Souls, or not Dark Souls, holy shit. Sort of Darkest Dungeon like. Well, like Darkest Dungeon is kind of Dark Souls of RPGs, right? Um, so you are playing these like Polish rebels uh, in Warsaw fighting off the like Nazi invasion. The Nazis. Basically. And there's like. They've tried to include a lot of... Uh, or, yeah, it's the Warsaw Uprising. So, it's actually the opposite. The Nazis have already occupied. And the rebels are, like, fighting back. So, um, you know, crazy time in history, obviously. Uh, you know, World War II has been done to death. But this really reminds me, sort of, of... Uh, what was the Ubisoft... Uh, the UB Art game that was about the... Uh, the dudes in... World War Two or World War One in France, the Great War. Is this war Something of mine? Like that. No, it wasn't this war of mine. But uh, it's cool. another good example of yeah, the... games that are looking at the emotional side a lot more and a little less actiony. Mm-hmm. I think it was called the Great War. Yeah, that was a great one. Mm-hmm. It's really good. So this this really gives me those kind of vibes, but this one's going to have the really complex. Um, you know, combat system that you're going to have people like getting wounded and bleeding out, and there's going to be permadeath and things like that. Cool. So, looking really cool. Cool. I want to talk about their company name. Uh huh. Pixelated milk. Like you do. Gross. Yeah. Doesn't. Yeah. Drink up, baby. Doesn't sound good. Um. <laughs> yeah. Let me get a little deeper in here. Uh, it's tactics based. Um. Yeah, in real life, as the Nazis' grip on power began to slip, the Polish underground resistance mounted a huge operation to liberate Warsaw. After a 63-day battle, the resistance lost with 150,000 civilians killed. And most of the city razed to the ground in retaliation. Damn! This is when, uh, once uh, Poland was under Soviet control, uh, they, like, went to old photos and old blueprints and shit and rebuilt the city historically the way it had been. Because they had to use photos because the fucking buildings didn't exist. <laughs> Pretty brutal. So, uh, Poland's been through some shit, basically, is how I would <laughs> conclude. Yeah. Alright, so we'll move on to the next one. We have, uh, we have on Thursday, uh, September 5th, coming to the PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC from WayForward. Uh, River City Girls. Uh, now this is a um, next in the line of the River City games, like River City Ransom and stuff like that. Um, 
And, uh, yeah, so it's your classic, uh, you know, beat em up in the style of, like, uh, something everyone knows, like Streets of Rage or uh, Turtles in Time. Um, mm. And, uh, yeah, it's it has really good uh, pixel, uh, like, pixel art in the game. Uh, kind of like, uh, what was it? It was the Scott Pilgrim game was kind of yeah. uh, the similar style. Yeah. Um, these guys uh, also recently made the Double Dragon, uh, Double Dragon, Neon. Okay. So this studio's got a lot of bone fides going into this, basically. They also, uh, you know, it's not just, uh, these new characters, you'll also get some cool guest appearances by classic, uh, River City, uh, characters throughout nice. the game. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it looks fantastic, and... That style of fighting game, I mean, there's not a ton of innovation to be had. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, you pretty much know what you're going to be getting. And, I mean, there's nothing really wrong with that with, um, you know, with this specific style of game, I think. Right. I really well, like that it's a reverse double dragon of, like, their boyfriends got kidnapped. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> very good. Good stuff. Um, Friday the 6th, we got a couple coming out. Uh, a game and a big DLC, I think, that's been really anticipated. Uh, the first one is for the Xbox, Switch, and PC, Creature in the Well. We talked um, about this a few times, I think. Did we? It's like, it's like action platformer Brick Breaker? It's extremely hmm. weird. It's coming from Flight School, uh, Adam Volker, they kind of show off in the trailer... Um, I imagine he's probably made another cool game. Um, it's super weird. Like, the gameplay that they show, the characters, like, catching bullets and sort of hitting them with, like, a sort of, like, a lightsaber weapon. And the bullets kind of hold in the air as you attack them. And it's sort of like you're adding momentum to the bullets. And then yeah. you choose a direction and launch them after you've built up the energy. And then they kind of are bouncing off of tiles like Brick Breaker. Yeah. Super weird. It's and it definitely has like a hyperlight drifter type look to it too. Yeah, yeah. This game is very, very, very different. Super original. Yeah, it's a lot like I don't know. It reminds me of like pinball. Yeah, it's like pinball, brick breaker, and hyperlight. Hyperlight drifter. drifter. It yeah. is the weirdest combination of anything I've ever heard of. Yeah, sitting down and having this kind of like idea for a game. This is the kind of like, it, I mean, it's, 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 this it's, is that indie shit. It's not a like, it's not original, but it's something that we've never seen like in this. Yeah, style. it's not original, but it's still somehow new. And yeah. it's definitely fresh. Yeah, and that's what we need. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, this one's uh, yeah, this one's looking actually pretty good. Uh, coming out for of course PS4, Xbox One. Or, uh, Xbox, Switch, and PC, excuse me. Right. From Flight School. This would be great on Switch. Yeah, yeah. If you guys haven't seen this and you <laughs> Like haven't... I say about everything. Right. Yeah. Uh, like we say pretty much, uh, like, with every interesting indie game that isn't getting a ton of love, like, go take a look and yeah. see what you think of this trailer. Because so kinda like... it is different. Kind of like Drake was saying, this would be an, a great one to have on PlayStation Plus. Yeah. Because this is probably not going to get a lot of play. But it looks really good. Definitely. Um, and the final one is uh, the 
DLC, Monster Hunter World Iceborne on PS4, Xboner, and PC. Yeah, um, this, this has mean, been hyped up for a while now. It's really weird. Like, they've shown all of the content ahead of time. Yeah. So, like, I, it's kind of, I, I don't know, they've, they they went, like, really stream-friendly. Because mm-hmm. they, I think they realized that that's a, they're probably the first Asian studio to realize, like, we just need to let people stream our shit constantly. Because, you know, a lot of them, like, the fucking um, near Automata was, like, getting people's, like, streams disabled and shit when they were streaming story. Yeah. And, like, I, I don't know, a lot of, like, Japanese, specifically, developers are, like, super anti-streaming. And I think Monster Hunter really figured it out, where they were just like, yeah, stream the whole fucking thing, I don't give a shit. Like, we encourage streamers, we're gonna stream all of our content so you can see how to do stuff. But they still... And it was their biggest game. But they still kind of put those restrictions on, unless you have your own... Unless you're streaming from your own device. Like, you have, like, a... Um, like, you have some sort of, like, streaming equipment. If you're streaming off your PS4, you'll get it alive. It'll pop up and say that this scene is blocked. Oh, really? Yeah, and it'll be... Okay. It, like, it'll just send you to a blue screen. Interesting. I wonder if they, like, fixed that. Yeah, I mean, a lot of Japanese games do that. Like, I, yeah, I think it more as... Well, there's some stuff that they block. Like, I know Bioware, um, they, they block scenes where it digs up your save info because you could use that to, like, hack into somebody's account. Sure. Yeah, Basically, because it, it shows, like, IP address of the server where the account exists. I always understood so, doing that for like if you like if you're streaming from like a PlayStation and you pr- pl- uh, press the PlayStation button to go back to your like home menu, yeah. or if you're changing something like I just don't think that theirs is as friendly as it like it could should be. be. Yeah, and even then, like I said, they probably are the most friendly Japanese. I, I, I think when it comes so. to that, I think it's just um, they're they're hypersensitive about spoilers, and they just they you know. Those games, right. especially the RPGs and stuff, that they put a lot of time and effort into, like, the main cell of the thing is its story, is uh, they, they don't want, you know, they don't want people accidentally getting spoiled, and they don't want people just, you know, just watching the game to get the story without playing it, you know what I mean? Um, which I think, like, both of those are, like, legitimate concerns, but I, I, I do think it's ultimately yeah. futile. Like, if you're protecting people from right. spoilers, like... If you don't want to get Persona 5 spoiled from you, you're not going to be watching streams anyway. So it's right. like, that's not that big of a deal. Right. And, and it, it really reminds me of, like, I knew a lot of people who were massive Harry Potter fans, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that everything in their life is related back to Harry Potter. I'm such a fucking... I'm such a... Give me a Harry Potter character. I'm such a Seamus. I always fuck up and explode and get hurt. <laughs> it's, it's such like, like an oddball character. Yeah, I love He Seamus. didn't even pick, like, a main one. Yeah. Carry on. So, like, every... You know, the people that are like, oh, I would never date somebody who was sorted into Slytherin. They're just evil. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, people who are, like, true Harry Potter fans. Yeah. And then when the final book people. came out, they were there at midnight and they just immediately went to the last page. And it's like... Dude, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Like, I think any normal person, like, you know, the fear that, like, somebody will watch the final five minutes of Final Fantasy XV and therefore not play your game because they know that Noctis gets his dick sucked from behind. I'm just trying to see what that feels like. Like, there is a zero chance that's going to happen. Nobody on Earth is just going Wait, to want to see only the, the conclusion of the stream of this dude's hog. You know what I'm saying. So, like... You know what I mean? Like, 
is it possible for me to stream a single 20 minute segment of monster hunter that makes the game completely unplayable no like maybe you'll lose one or two sales but what's fucking 60 dollars yeah. to capcom um you know yeah and well, well, it's I super think weird it's, how i think it's more like they're not afraid that, that made more sense for me they just don't want people to accidentally get spoiled like they're just like afraid people are just gonna like stumble into a twitch stream of someone playing persona 5 like you actually just walked into the wrong room of a house and be like oh no mm-hmm. oh, i love persona and now it's spoiled um uh, but like realistically like that doesn't happen like the people who right, are right. going to avoid that yeah, stuff he- are going to avoid that stuff that's just not how people play games anymore. Yeah. Also, and then on, on, I was going to say, on top of that, this trailer fucking shows off literally everything in the game. Yeah, Every new enemy. Every it's, new it enemy, several the whole scenes. world, everyone involved, it's all there. Monster Hunter's story doesn't matter, though, so that's why it's different. Like That's right. why Monster Hunter doesn't care, because like, they don't have... A, the, the, the game's story is only in there as a framework. Like It's not like the thing that's important this, about that game. Right. Um, but I right. think also another thing that these uh, developers are, are worried about or publishers is, you know, if our main thing is, if our, you know, if the, our game's thing is its story, if we're, if people are playing Persona 5 for its story, then they don't want people to just watch it. They want people to, you know, buy and play it. They're like, if you're just going to sit there at home and watch someone play it, we want to discourage that because we want you to go and buy the game and play it yourself. Which I, I think is legitimate, um, but mm-hmm. I also think that's just like a futile effort. Like that's gonna happen anyway. People are gonna if, if people are gung ho on like watching, not playing, they're gonna find a way to watch that stuff. So you know, right? Um, you gain more from letting people stream your game by like the marketing mm-hmm. than you do right. than you lose the few people who are just gonna watch it instead of buying it. You know? Right. Definitely. Yeah. Um. All right, so we did actually have. I we didn't. It's not a missed game so much as it was a surprise announcement. Right. Um. So what during the? Uh, I guess it was on maybe the twenty uh, eighth or 29th They announced and released the sort of game of the year edition of the Spider Man game for PS Four. Um, it yeah. includes all the DLC and everything. I don't think there was a physical edition. This was a digital thing, right? No idea. So it was really just a bundle pack, but it did have new like title art, I guess, mm-hmm. whatever that's called. Um, so cover art, I guess. You know, it was yeah. technically a new release. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, game sold 13.5 million copies. So uh, you know, not bad. I'm sure uh, you know, just keep that momentum going. Uh, mm-hmm. If you haven't, if you're if you haven't picked it up yet, like definitely pick it up. The DLC. Did you guys play DLC? I played a little bit of it. I own all the DLC, and I'm just not. Yeah, it's not as good as the it. main game. It's not bad, but yeah. it's, it's not as it's not as good as the main game. But I mean, it's got some important story stuff in there. So you know, this is a great right. opportunity to be able to play that. Also, it's just more Spider-Man. You know, like the first thing. Nothing wrong with that. After that game credits rolled, it was just like, all right, I need more of this, and this is more of that. So. Mm-hmm. Definitely. All right. So uh, we'll go ahead and shift into um, we'll go ahead and shift into the uh, news. Um, we I mean we don't have a ton, but I feel like we're gonna make a lot of it. Um, yeah, like always. But another thing that I want to mention, just something quickly that I briefly saw, uh, and I know Drake, you're playing it. Uh, people who got mm-hmm. the platinum for uh, Days Gone have started receiving emails with uh, a platinum theme for Days Gone. Which is hmm. pretty cool. 
Um, I cool. always like when Sony does that. Um, cool. They did it for God of War and, uh, you know, a few other titles in the past. So, uh, you know, definitely, like, first-party games. But uh, it, it's a very cool extra. And not to mention, like, a good nod at their fan base. It's For mm-hmm. me, I'm just like, that's just good fan service. It's something yeah. that, you know, nobody else is going to have unless they've platinumed the game. Um, and, you know, not huge. It's not a must, but it's still cool. It's like mm-hmm. wearing your trophy on your like background, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Cool. Not enough time uh, to platinum that game, though. I, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that game is can, so long, I, I really don't tell. think this is enough time to platinum it. Like, I, I can usually... It would only take an additional 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> I can usually tell if a game is like something that I can platinum like real quick. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, let's go ahead and remove all the multiplayer bullshit from this. Mm-hmm. Okay, if it doesn't have any multiplayer stuff, usually I'm good. But, yeah, like other things, like, I always appreciate when it's like, if you play on, like, hard or whatever, you get the normal and easy trophies as well. Because you technically did beat it on those modes too. Just right. on the harder version. Yeah, mm. so I'm, I'm not sure what the Days Gone times. Platinum entails. I don't look at trophies until I finish the game because trophies are spoilers. Yeah. Right, right. They definitely can be. Yeah, it's also, like a, they, they, but they do a good job of hiding the ones that are spoilers. They, they the do, ones that, but also like um, you know, it, it's it also gives me it affects the way I play subconsciously. So if there's a trophy for getting 50 shotgun kills. Let's say I played 25% of the game before I checked the trophies. And, you know, I'm playing mm-hmm. the game or whatever, and I got the weapons I like and stuff. And then the trophies like, for 50 shotgun kills. But I, I don't really like using the shotgun in that game. Mm-hmm. Subconsciously, in the back of my mind, I'm going to be thinking, yeah, but, like, use it anyway, because you'll get the trophy. You know what I mean? It's just, like, it's it affects the way I play, because, like, I want to try and get those yeah. trophies. Um, and so, like, it's, you know, it always makes the experience worse for me. So I never check the trophies until after I've already finished the game. Yeah, that's how right. I had to do it, too, because I would definitely get that same thing where it's like, you know, I'm in the middle of Assassin's Creed, and it's like, oh, they want me to jump off the highest point in the game and land on, you know, mm-hmm. this one particular little spot. So then I'll do that for, like, six hours, yeah. and then in 20 <laughs> minutes I'm like, oh, I hate this game. Yeah. And what then was how that? fun is what it? Was like, that dying Light? Yeah. We tried that for a Yeah, Dying Light, that one, like, run. You have to, like, run from a certain location to another one within, like, five minutes or whatever. And then jump. So you just do that for, like, six days. And then jump off that bridge, and it wasn't, the trophy wasn't. It wasn't registering properly. Yeah, yeah. popping for people. That was, that was fun. And it's also yeah. super annoying, like, uh, no, sorry, opposite of that. It's also super fun when you just, you get a trophy, and you have no idea what you just did for that trophy. It's just like, oh, cool. I jumped off the highest yeah. building. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah, I've nice. actually turned off my trophy pings. Oh, really? Because they interrupt my game. Oh, okay. I don't want to. I don't ever want anyone to tell me that I'm doing well. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I always tell them, you know, stop being. What a are you piece doing, you dumb fuck? Yeah, that'll be a piece of shit. <laughs> Gotta keep that hand strong, you know. Gotta keep that pimp hand strong. Um. So yeah, moving into the news. There's, uh, there's one the strong. obviously biggest news story of the week. I'm, I'm curious to see if you guys are arriving at the same conclusion I am. Oh, God. You have to say it now. No, oh, yeah. Where were we going to start this new section off? All right. Of? The first one was going to be Telltale Games being revived by a holding company. Okay. I guess that's that's pretty big. Okay. We can do that first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But I oh, loved, man. I loved the 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 solo comment that we got on Facebook from that. Someone just goes, "Yay!" with a question mark. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's the correct response." No, close it down. I know. Why, right. why, why, why are you guys not not super excited about this? This is this is really uh, great news. So, isn't it? um, I mean, so, uh, someone like bought all their. So it's basically know? like somebody acquired the whatever licenses still existed that weren't The Walking Dead, basically, right? Yeah. Um, so they did get the rights to Wolf Among Us, which I'm excited about. Mm-hmm. Batman, which fine, doesn't bother me. Um, the original Telltale stuff they all got, so Puzzle Agent and I, there was something else. Probably Game of Thrones. Um, and probably not Game of Thrones. Fuck. Um, I want a sequel to that. So nobody that worked at... Uh, Telltale Games prior to it being closed is currently involved. Um, the two people that got a hold of it were um, one of them was known for sales and marketing for the Havoc game engine. It's a great, good engine. Good engine. And the other guy is best known for licensed games based on Duck Dynasty and Power Rangers on mobile. So okay. pure shit. Okay. <laughs> so uh, this is 100% a money move. So this is like, um, there, so there's an extremely bad thing that starts right out, which is um, uh, some workers from the original Telltale Games will be offered freelance roles with full-time positions possible in the future. So spec work, that's bad. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're not going to give them a full-time job, don't hire them. Yeah, mm-hmm. don't mess around. Because like, these guys these got be... fucked by not getting their benefits before that they were owed, and now they're going to hire them and not even owe them benefits. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's fucked. Yeah, um, and, and as well, it was like, it was a it was a fast move. Like, hey, by the way, pack up all your shit, you're done here. Yeah. Like, right. Your, your, uh, your insurance does expire this Friday, and it was Thursday morning. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> So hope you don't get sick on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, for, yeah. If you're if you're an ex Telltale employee, why would you trust this? I guess yeah. is like the big question. Like you know, like you got screwed over before. Why this? And this seems like a weird kind of like half half revival. Like why would you trust getting him? Why would you get back in bed with this? I guess. Yeah, I mean, like these new guys. Obviously, they weren't part of any decision making before. They weren't part of the company before yeah. at all. Yeah. Right. So it's 100% possible that they're like, you know what, we've been doing, you know, the one guy, I've been on the business side for a long time. The other guy, you know, I've been doing this mobile stuff that we had to basically beg and scrape for every little license scrap that we could pick up, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the fucking Duck Dynasty video game exists, so that's already <laughs> more than you need to know. Right. So it's like, it, it definitely could be that they're like, hey, you know, it's I, we want to move on into, a, you know, a different type of game. We want to move on to a different type of business, and... We, you know, they basically said, you know, we think that there's a future for adventure games that is, you know, market conditions and management decisions made at Telltale before is what killed it. But we think that there's still room in the industry for this kind of stuff. And I think they're definitely right. Yeah, they're correct on that for sure. Um, and they say some interesting stuff too, where like, they're like, um, I like games that tell stories. I think our industry should have a company that specializes in narrative design, RIP Bioware. Mm. And, um, <laughs> you know, he said, um, Basically, one, they're, they're pointing out a few things like, um, they, they have a pull quote, I like the idea of binge watching. And it's like, what the fuck does that mean for a video game? All I do is binge video games. <laughs> I've never played a game for five minutes and walked away. Yeah, I've never, well. In my whole life. Cinematic. 
I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I've, I've, the only time I've ever walked away from a game is during a three-hour cutscene in Metal Gear Solid. Maybe, maybe that means that they're going to put all episodes out on the same day, but then that's yeah. just releasing a video game. That's like, just what? releasing a video game. We've, that's just a video we've, game. Right? We've come full circle. They're like, okay, they're like, guys, what if we just release a whole game? <laughs> we know, we know you love episodic, but hear me out on this. <laughs> like, we release all of them. Okay, all- we're gonna make episodic games, but each episode. Is all part of one big game. It's like, wait. We just had that conversation about cable. Right. Yeah, so Disney Plus, I have to bring it back around. Yeah. Disney Plus is going to release new episodes weekly. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, HBO does or, you know, regular TV. Yeah. And somebody, you know, and they basically they said rather than the way that Netflix does it, which is to release you know the the entire thing all at once we're going to do a weekly release and somebody commented we've wrapped all the way back around to cable television good job everybody yeah. great job we've invented cable television again. Yeah. <laughs> or like uh fucking the the elon musk hyperloop and it's like actually it's just going to be a tunnel but yeah. only allowed to use tesla cars and it's like great job you've invented a private highway <laughs> <laughs> but oh, um i mean th- th- i hear that a lot like we're, we're just we're, with all these streaming services and stuff we're just you know if you pay for all of them you're paying like 80 bucks a month and we're, we're just back to cable we are yeah, pretty much but we're back to we're like we're, we're at the the promise of cable where you can buy a la carte like this is right. cable but you can drop channels yeah. so it's like, and not only that but it's like you know it's like you said it's the promise of cable it's the idea of like Oh, I have, like, all of this shit I can watch. And on cable, they just give you 900 channels that are all constantly just playing reruns of Law & Order SVU. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But on, if you have Netflix and Hulu and Disney Plus and HBO, mm-hmm. you have access to, like, 10 million yeah. you watch unique it, things at, at, on demand yeah. at any time. Yeah, you watch it on your time. You don't have to, you know, be there right. at a specific moment. And Plus, like, they have original content that you might have to work around the company's schedule. So, you know, if Disney is going to do weekly. If you are out of state for a week, then you're not going to catch that episode right on time. Yeah. But you can watch it 20 yeah. seconds after you get back. And right, you know? there's no contracts... And Correct. like you can just you can drop you can drop stuff like you can be like okay well I'm not interested in anything on Amazon Prime yeah Hulu has really been fucking yeah. me lately and if I see another commercial I'm gonna kill myself yeah. so you're cut yeah so you can just you drop Hulu like you can't just drop ABC from your cable package like that's right. not how that works so you know like this is similar to cable but I think this is like this is this is still good this is an improvement this is not as bad as it used to be um, right. yeah. but. Uh, uh, one thing that would be nice is if um, I would love if Telltale Games had a weekly release schedule. Like if the episodes came out every Tuesday or every other Tuesday. Really quick. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And obviously you just get almost all of it. Yeah. You get like, you know, episode one through nine done ahead of time. And then mm-hmm. you do episode 10 based on what people are doing weekly. Um, right? You can you kind of shape the ending. No. Because obviously you can't make... Like, Telltale, the reason that they did episodically with months in between is because they actually made it, they changed the game based on what people were saying, uh, what people were doing uh, in reviews. Oh, that's trash. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't pay. No, well, obviously what? that happened what? in Game of Thrones. What, 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 you're blowing my mind right now. They changed it because of what people said? Yeah, they would alter things based on what they saw, what people That were is doing. such trash. Do, do not compromise your yeah, artistic do vision because of what someone says on Twitter. 
That is that's total yeah. garbage. Yeah, don't yeah. do that anymore. In fact, yeah, Cliff Blazinski. Whenever people are mad about shit, I'm like, hey, bitch, I'm about to fucking turn it up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted to call. Oh, up. you didn't like when I referenced uh, Vladimir Putin in this game? Well, guess what, bitch? Vladimir Putin Simulator 2.0 coming out tomorrow. <laughs> I felt like I Vlad. needed to throw uh, Cliff Blazinski oh, yeah. under the bus on that one. Clifford. He knows oh, what he did. Fuck. Wait, what? What Cliff do? That whole fucking final game that they made before he shuttered. Lawbreakers, and then he came to Radical Heights. He was just trying to cash in on, uh, like, originally Overwatch, and then something closer to the Battle Royale. Uh, I, I, I don't, I don't, I, I think that's a little unfair. I mean, this man invented the. Like he, he he created Unreal Tournament. He jumping Jackrabbit or whatever the fuck. Well, yes, that also that needs that <laughs> needs a fucking HD remaster right there. But like Correct. he like he created Unreal Tournament that in, like created the arena shooter genre. Like he was, you know, if anything, Overwatch copied him. You know what I mean? Right, like it's, that's right. true. But, but then, I don't know. He didn't move why on did, the way he should. Yeah, he. Why isn't he still creating things in his original vision? Why is he trying to like? Right. He he specifically he had, he had like, went after the arena shooter and then specifically went after the Battle Royale games. Those were his last like, two like, games that yeah. made the company fail. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I mean, the Battle Royale thing was was kind of just like flagrantly like, well, we're not doing well and we're going to chase market trends. But, right. I mean, mm. you can't knock the man who created arena shooters for making more arena shooters. You know, like Igarashi, just, you know, he made Bloodstained. It's basically Castlevania, but it's like he's not chasing after that Hollow Knight money. You know, he just, he made right. what he knows. He's like, this is what I do, and here yeah, I am exactly. doing Yeah, exactly. That's what clearly he's like, I make arena shooters. Here is an arena shooter. Yeah. And it just didn't work out for him. I, I guess I arena like, shooter was a bad term to use for lawbreakers because I guess it was, it was an arena, arena shooter, but it was um, a uh, it was a it was like a hero shooter where it was like mm. which is an arena shooter, but it has very like different mechanics. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they yeah. feel completely different. And he was definitely chasing that trend. Yeah, that's right. true. But I mean, also, um, uh, Quake, Quake Champions also has characters. Like, I feel like that's just the thing right. you do with first-person shooters now. Is like, I mean, didn't they characters. call? Didn't they uh, effectively cancel Quake Champions? I don't know. Like, isn't it not getting? Know. It's only getting balance updates. No idea. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, and sounds... it's, it's PC only, so I immediately don't care at all. But you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's unplayable to me. <laughs> Uh, although but I yeah, do respect I the know, reason it's... that game was PC only is because like they refused like the game they were like mm-hmm. it is our artistic vision that this game has to run at like 140 FPS and if it can't and like if the machine can't do it it's not going to appear on it and like consoles can't run that fast so right. I was like yeah. oh respect um, okay I got it understood yeah I don't know. it's it's a uh, I don't know we'll have to kind of see how stuff yeah this this reminds out. me of a THQ Nordic situation. Yeah, well, like, THQ Nordic, so, well, it, like I said, we'll have to wait and see where mm-hmm. this goes, but THQ Nordic was known for, like, they will just straight up call a bitch and be like, hey, you want to come back and work on this other project that you did before? Mm. And, like, then they, if you say no, they'll just fucking acquire your studio and make you do it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is basically what's happening with Airship Syndicate, right? Interesting. Interesting. Um, so, it's like, you know, they had the, they had the, um, the uh, Darksiders license. And the original guys that made Darksiders had moved on to do something else because THQ mm-hmm. fucking went down, mm-hmm. like the Hindenburg. And then they were like, well, actually, like, you know, Airship Syndicate specifically is like, 
yo, it'd be really cool to get back into this. Like, Darksiders 3 kind of fucked up, so we definitely could provide some knowledge mm -hmm. based on the fact that we made 1 and 2. Mm -hmm. And it was like, hell yeah, dude. So now they're making the fucking uh, Genesis, the little weird Diablo-ish shooter one. Okay. So, like, um, definitely a cool, um, you know, it, it, this Telltale reacquisition could be cool. If they're like, hey, we're going to get a hold of, you know, Emily Grace Buck. We're going to get a hold of some of these people that worked with Telltale before. And we're going to see what we can do. See if we can give Telltale Games the fair shake that we think it deserved. Mm -hmm. And see if we can, you know, make narrative games in a new way that's not based on this failed engine on a failing business model. You yeah, know? they definitely need like, to that get be awesome. the, the original writers back. Like, that's a they, big I part mean, of... if you get enough, some original people back and you build up to a studio of... 25 to 50 people you don't have to get back to the 250 that was part of why telltale failed yeah like that was never gonna work right i mean that's like having like 600 people work on fucking i don't know stardew valley like that was one guy yeah 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 like <laughs> you know what i mean telltale, so like he, he never could have done it with a whole studio yeah telltale got bigger than its business could ever support like you know like right which yeah. actually is a cd project red story we have coming up which basically the opposite of that mm -hmm. but um you know it's it's like if they could get back to like i said like 25 to 50 people like you know uh 5 10 20 percent of what they originally had mm -hmm. i think they could do some really awesome yeah. stuff just I do will one but if just do one i don't know if these guys time. are in it for the money that's a problem because right. that's why the original one went down right. so I, yeah. it, it could be a good thing because these guys you know they're not they're not known for things that are fantastic, like huge. You know what I mean? They're not known for big things. No, I shouldn't say fantastic. That was my bad. Uh, but like huge. They're known for like mm -hmm. one guy is on the business side, which is exactly what fucked this company in general. So if, if, if his vision is, you know, going the right direction, that could be great. The other guy is known for smaller things, uh, you know, possibly hungry. This is perfect yeah. for something like that. Yeah. Um, it could be it could be amazing, uh, but then again, if their intentions are just hey, let's make that quick buck, and it's not really about yeah, like oh, people will buy any old dumb shit we put out under this label because they're dumbass fans or whatever. Like that's bad. Right, it'll it'll land in the exact same place. They're probably that right, it already though. did. Yeah. Also, only do one game at a time. Like there, there just need to be like three. Right. Three they have games to build up to a point. Which again, do you want to just do the fucking CD Projekt story now? <laughs> We're really tying into it heavily. <laughs> sure. Oh, that CD Projekt's going to do Witcher and Cyberpunk at the same Correct. time. Correct. So, um, CD Projekt during a financial report, yes, um, they said the parent company said that, hey, we're doing a dual franchise model where we're going to have basically, um, you know, Studio A will work on Witcher or whatever we consider, you know, however they're going to move on with the Witcher in the future, mm -hmm. and Studio B will work on Cyberpunk stuff. And in the meantime, we'll also have small teams that do things like Gwent or do things like, um, you know, the uh, Witcher uh, Gerald bathtub simulator. Sweet. Hey, when are we getting that? I'd definitely buy that. I'm talking $60 <laughs> full price on the table right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> He'll do it. So I'll do it. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's definitely like uh, this is a studio that has built up where they're for three games in a row. They had an A team, and the A team did everything, and that was it. That was the team. And now they're like, you know what? We've on Witcher three. Right after they finished up 
really before they finished up Witcher 3, they had started some of the pre-production work, some conceptualizing on Cyberpunk. And then after Witcher 3 wrapped up, the bulk of the team was moved to the Cyberpunk project. And now they're like, okay, ma managing two separate major franchises and several independent development teams enables the company to conduct parallel work on several projects and smoothens the long-term release schedule. Um, it's supported by several independent product lines, also permits optimization of manufacturing and financial activities, mitigates important risk factors. So basically, like, at some point soon, The Witcher 3 will stop making money, right? Right. Everybody will have will have the oh, collector's yeah. edition that they got for $20 on Steam in, like, four years. Mm -hmm. So, like, once that money stream runs out, then everybody's playing Cyberpunk. And then mm -hmm. once Cyberpunk starts running out, everybody's playing Witcher 4. Mm -hmm. So, like... You know, it's it's a good idea, and this is something that studios like, uh, um, I mean, I don't want to go for like a major publisher, but I want to go for smaller. Like Bioware was like this at one point with Dragon Age and Mass Effect, right? Mm -hmm. um, so, it typically works as long as you don't get acquired by EA. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, other than that, it, it, it's typically fine. Yeah. I'm 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 excited to see how this goes. I mean, hopefully it doesn't dilute the quality of either yeah. one. Um, uh, I th like Naughty Dog tried this right. Like Naughty Dog was mm -hmm. trying to be a two studio team or you know two team studio or however you want to put that. But um, right. uh, then they started working on Uncharted Four and they're like, well, fuck, we kind of need everyone back on this. And so and then they were like, all right, well, right. maybe we'll do a little bit of pre-production for Last of Us Part Two before Four, but like. It didn't help Last of Us Part Two come out any quicker, you know. It's still been like, you know, since twenty sixteen, right. like going on four years, which is which is fine. Four to five years for games this bigger, understandable. But um, you know, they tried, and then they just like they couldn't support it because their their ambition for the games got too big, and they're like, well, fuck to pull this off. We need to pull everyone back in on the same project. So, I do wonder if this is this is a nice idea, but I wonder if it's actually they doable. Right, sure. because this is something where you really have to stick to your guns. Mm -hmm. And again, this is something that, uh, as we've seen in what that big report that came out um, last year talking about Inquisition and uh, the state of Bioware and stuff, where it's like, you know, they claim to have these two development teams and then they would just take absolutely everyone and put them on this other thing that's failing mm -hmm. to try to just barely pull out a win and then transfer the entire studio back over to this other thing. Yeah. All hands on deck. So, yeah, it's... It, it's something that you have to stick to and it's something that you have to be willing to say like okay this over here isn't working and we're gonna let it flop we're gonna let the release date get pushed back by six months mm -hmm. we're gonna let you know whatever happen because there's such a there's such a pull to be like uh you know if we just pull this team off for you know just for a couple months mm -hmm. that's fine we can put them back later and then by the time they get back it's a totally different game mm -hmm. So, yeah, we'll have to see how it goes. Yeah, it, um, I, see, two studios is, like, it, it's always, it, it's always interesting to see, but I really wish, like, especially something like this, it's such, like, it's so big, like, I always like how it was, like, I, I always think of it like one and a half studios. Like, you have your whole studio working on a title. And then when you move on to and the next thing, the, the majority of that studio moves on, but you leave a few people behind to, you know, do the things that need DLC. to be done, DLC, stuff like yep. that. Um, and, I mean, there is a pipeline. There's a hierarchy on things that need to be done first. 
so moving those people that no longer are needed on game A to game B, you know, all makes sense. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I like I always like that better, and I kind of thought that's how they were doing stuff already, but maybe maybe I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll, but yeah, like you said, it'll be interesting to see how that. Uh, uh, yeah, bold move, Cotton. Let's see how that plays out for him. Mm-hmm. Not All really. Right, too bold, though. Now, surely, okay. with, the, with that out of the way, there can only be one other news story that you could possibly be wanting to talk about right now. The deep dive? What? The deep dive. The Witcher gameplay reveal. <laughs> no! <laughs> From fucking 2012. E3. Guys, I, I, was, I was ready to move right along into the, the deep dive video that they did for uh, uh, Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. Yeah. No! That's what? old oh news. There's no news. That's old. It's gonna be news. like uh, it's gonna be like fucking Kojima narrated a level in Control. Oh no, my god, it's guys, so fucking there was legendary. A game Rockstar game developer. There was a game announcement. Homeworld Home three. What the fuck is Homeworld? No. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Yakuza yeah, Seven got announced, guys, and this is a turn-based RPG. Oh my god. I actually looked at that. Dude, on the I'm home. amazed that this game that has 700,000 entries is making another one. Never would have saw that, <laughs> this boys. Is, this is why. This is why you need to be in on the what we're talking about phase. I looked right at that yeah. and I was like, nope. "Huh? All right, so let's move right along." Homeworld three was announced. <laughs> was, no, it would have been. You could have been the one. You could have been the one that went. That's what we need to talk about. Yakuza yeah. 7 is going to be a turn-based RPG. How? That's how true. Is, oh, I did hear about this that. This is that's huge. Interesting, but that's like saying, hey, did, did you know? This is an amazing announcement. Square Enix has said they're making Final Fantasy 762. <laughs> when has there ever been an... Yeah, no shit. When has there ever been an action RPG go turn-based? Go the opposite yeah, direction? Yeah. That's a good question. It's never happened before. Because typically, typically some idiot is like, hey, we've sold 17 billion copies doing turn-based combat. Let's fuck it up. Yeah. And now they're doing that in reverse. <laughs> so instead, they're like, and 100% the fucking developers were like, you know, we're going to try it out. If it doesn't work, we'll switch back or whatever. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking cool. It is like, cool. The way that they're talking about it is so interesting. Yeah, they're I- just straight up like... Hey, if the fans don't like it, they can eat my dick. <laughs> I mean, we did, we like, on Facebook, we did run an article about it, like, the day, like, the 29th. Yeah. So, it is something that we, you know, we're very aware of. It has been mentioned. It's been it's mentioned. Just, well, it, but and, part of it is that I just don't want to talk about Yakuza because I missed the boat and I'm bitter. Mm. <laughs> That's true. Well, something you you, you haven't missed. <laughs> like, I can't, because, Drake, you're exactly like me. I can't just go play Yakuza 5. Oh, no, no, no. I have, have to, to have played Zero, zero yeah. 1, yes. 2, Kiwami, yes. Kiwami 2, yes. the collection. Start, if, <laughs> like, I have to do it in order, you, and that's never If you start happen. now, you might finish before you're 50. Before I die? Yeah. Probably oh, not. 20 minutes before I die of old age at 115. Also, just, you know, just some jolly old news right here. Uh, judgment exceeded its sales expectations in the West. I kind of want to get Judgment. Yeah, judgment. get Judgment. Because Judgment's a whole new thing. Yeah, it, it takes place in so the same can, world, but is not related. Right. I don't even think it it's shares different. any characters. Yeah, they they even they had a trailer for Seven, right? I, I didn't. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I didn't um, see because I didn't know if there'd be spoilers for Six, but uh, um, yeah, no, yeah, I mean, be Seven's cool though. It takes place in actually Seven's a good entry point too. Um, I think they actually probably shouldn't have called it Seven, but uh, it's a brand new character. Brand new city, 
Um, like it's it's kind of a reboot for the franchise. Uh, he's like a, a little bit start. of a fro. Yeah, he? yeah. He's also a huge hell yeah. He's also a huge Dragon Quest fan. So like this guy's just, <laughs> this, just facts. Like this guy's just like oh, like, God. like he's not in the yakuza. He's just like this kind of nerdy. Like I like video games and Dragon Quest, and I, I'm in a turn based RPG. They're gonna pull their back trying to suck their own dick. <laughs> okay, Jesus for, Christ! <laughs> for judgment here, so I'm looking at the judgment copy on Amazon Prime, and here's the top two reviews. The first review is easily the worst Yakuza game. The second review is easily the best Yakuza game of the series. <laughs> Thanks, Internet. Yeah, play fun. What's nice about but, Judgment? It's got English VO, so like because uh, all the Yakuza games. Yeah, are, that's helpful. Yeah. But they they did have the trailer, which of course, if you don't want to watch for spoilers, that's cool. Um, like, but they also have like screenshots of what the like turn based gameplay is going to look like, and that's pretty yeah. nice. Yeah, um, actually, if you uh, they released an April Fool's video where it shows like like live gameplay. Um, so if you want to see what the game looks like in action, look it up. It was like, I actually really like this. I like when companies stealth announce stuff during April Fool's, but everyone thinks it's a joke. And right. then like months later, and they're, they're like, like, no, I'm not fucking yeah. <laughs> So <laughs> That was cute that you all thought I was joking, but I did not fucking stutter and I've never has a lie come out of this mouth. <laughs> we, we did like a reverse thing. We waited like. I had went back and started playing Watch Dogs, and in the middle of... You could go to the Dongs. Ubisoft studio. It was Watch Dogs 2. Watch Dogs 2. And uh, you can go to the studio, you. and you can hack into a computer and see uh, at the Ubisoft studio in Watch Dogs 2. Again, they're going to pull out their fucking back. Um, putting their own <laughs> studio in the fucking game. Um, Always do. And you can hack into a computer and get a video for an unreleased Ubisoft game. What? And it's it's like... It, it looks legit. It? It's like a space game. They didn't even have a title for the game. It was like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And a few years ago, I pulled that up, and I edited it down. And for April Fool's, I was like, hey, check out Ubisoft's newest game. And it was like this whole thing <laughs> that people who didn't play Watch Dogs 2 had no idea what was going on. Uh, that was fun. I got a little cool. bit of attraction. I got a little bit of traction. Mm-hmm. That's fun. It wasn't yeah, I love when they do that. Uh, n- no. It... Was... Sorry, not, not Starfield, Starlink. It wasn't Starlink? No, no. Oh, okay. It was like, uh, I don't know, they didn't show any gameplay. It was just like oh, a lot okay. of like... No, uh, it, was like a, it was like a space station trailer. Okay. Yeah, it kind of looked a little bit like um, No Man's Sky from like looking from like space at the planets. Okay. Mm-hmm. But a little bit less, like No Man's Sky has like a cartoony look to it. Yeah, it doesn't have... There's a little less of that, it's a little more realistic, but... They ended up ultimately like they were like, uh, oh, it was like a Far Cry director or something was like, hey, I'm working on this game, and then Ubisoft was like, uh, you shouldn't have said that; it's canceled. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know how it'd be. Cool, but cool. We um, did get to Yakuza. Yes, look at thank, that. I thought about you. that at the beginning of the show, and and never. I'm really doing a whole shout out for something that's going to get like a hundred thousand copies sold. <laughs> Well, with that, with that attitude, yeah, man. Think positively. Yeah. With, with that fucking attitude. Wow. Okay, let me go back and make sure that we mentioned fucking Cat Quest 2, really. So Grim is going to lose his shit for Cat Quest 2. <laughs> what the fuck is Cat Quest 2? Cat Quest, sir. Cat Quest? Okay. You heard me. Okay, so we have a listener, Grim. You're making this he, up. He, listen, no, it's he, real. he plays a lot of oddball stuff, and one of the okay. things he was playing was 
cat quest and he's like it's actually really good and i don't know why he loved it and he's like so excited for cat quest too and but he would constantly mention it, and then I'd be like, okay, we'll get a trailer. And he's like, no, don't. It might have spoilers. <laughs> yeah. For fucking Cat Quest. And then he shits on other really good stuff. And it's, it's yeah. such it's like, a, like ass-backwards thing. It's really right. funny. I'm d- we show I'm... gameplay from, like, fucking Borderlands 3, like the character trailers or something. And he's like, just couldn't be bothered. Could, uh, and it's like, bothered, okay, yeah, yes. like, I get that you're not, like, super into it or whatever, but it's objectively cool. <laughs> <laughs> Like, cat uh, cooler than fucking Yo, Cat Quest. This box art looks really good. Of what? Yakuza 7? <laughs> cat Quest, man. Let's oh, yeah. Cat Quest ain't here to fuck around, I mean. Are you looking at Cat Quest 1 or 2? I think uh, it's the Cat Quest 1 box art, but uh, I'm trying to look okay, up hold some. On. Let me get my fucking keyboard in on this. <laughs> here we go, this loud ass keyboard. It's starting her on up. <laughs> yeah, Cat Quest trailer art looks dope as fuck. This looks better than uh, fucking Dragon Quest. <laughs> Damn. Uh, shots, shots fired on that one. Switch. I'm going to go grab my Switch right now. Yeah. Grim's just like, what more could you want? Grim was right. It has like RPG mechanics and you're a cat. And I'm like, okay. Yo, what the fuck? You got okay. that. Cat Quest has a fucking Peggy rating in Europe of three. What fucking bad? two-year-old owns a PS4? <laughs> Do we cool know the? That's like when Legos are like fucking recommended age two and up, and it's like, okay, bitch. <laughs> well, I think how the fuck is a one year old gonna get a hold of Legos? We're getting to the point where the ninety nine year cap is uh, ninety nine uh-huh. year old cap is is, is they're gonna have to up that because it is totally survivable to make it past ninety nine at this point. And if they fucking take my Legos away from me, I will <laughs> drive my car into the front of a Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, y'all got any of them spicy nugs? Oh, and they're all out. Shit all the time. Am I right? Yeah. Speaking of driving your car into shit, we got a deep dive of Cyberpunk 2077 <laughs> gameplay. We do. I saw it. That, saw it was pretty, pretty good. Dude, it was, it was good. It, it's not like... Um, it wasn't quite like the first... Like, the first gameplay segment that they revealed, what, last year, I guess, right. at Gamescom? Yep. Was, like, fucking bespoke. This is just woke, right? Yeah, yeah, this is a deeper look at, like, what we're actually like looking at with the game. Game paths, I guess. Yeah, right? yeah, so they look at a Netrunner, and they look at a Solo, and how right. it differs to play each one. Like, mm-hmm. you can fucking meat shield a dude up to a turret that's just laying into him, and then rip the turret off there Very and good. use it. Or, Insanely good. the second uh, idea would be to, like, just watch someone, and wait until someone mm. else gets close to them, and then blow up their implant in their head to kill them both. to kill both of them, right? So, um, I mean, it's we had heard about it before, where they were kind of, I guess, at E three they started talking about some of the ways that the like some stuff in the new gameplay trailers, mm-hmm. basically, um, without revealing. Basically, even this footage is heavily edited because they've tried to take out as much story content as possible. Yeah, yeah, they didn't want spoilers, but they still wanted you to see what, you know. The gist of what was going on in this trailer that they showed off. So, like, you're in this new section of the city, Pacifica, Pacifica which is like, uh, it was meant to be like a big tourist area, but the funding fell through like halfway through. So everything is like half done. Yeah. Which is cool. Um, It's now mostly lived in by Haitian refugees. 
Which is also cool as fuck. Like, yeah. Haiti and the Dominican Republic just flooded. And it's pretty much where the... And we learn a little bit more about the gang, specifically working mm-hmm. with uh, the Voodoo Boys. Hell yeah. Which... And they're like... The Voodoo Boys are like god-level hackers, which is insanely cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we... And it's like... Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Their, their, their main enemy that shows up is the Animals, which are... They're a gang that basically their mindset is like, we want to become insanely strong. Yeah, and, they're uh, very they're weird. They're ripped as fuck. They're they're yeah, they are. They're like bodybuilder corporate. Um, sort of. Which, yeah, they like they do a lot of like corporate gigs. Like they work security, right? And they're just like these like massive fucking dudes. Like they make what was your uh, friend's name in the beginning of the game? The like uh, Hispanic guy uh, that was ja- like your ally. Jackie? Was that his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They make him look like a fucking fruit. A fly. baby. Like these dudes are fucking huge. Yeah. Um. So it's like it's really cool. I really like that the gangs, they're like sort of they've gone to the logical conclusion, right? Of like if you think about the classic like Bloods and Crips, they have a certain style of dress. They wear colors, they behave in a certain way, and they like will not use certain letters that are associated with their rival gang, right? <laughs> like in conversation. So, you know they're they're starting like it's a whole lifestyle of being part of this gang, right? Whereas like in Cyberpunk. When they're talking about the gangs here, they've taken that to a whole new level where it's like, okay, the uh, who were the metal guys that were in the earlier part of the game? That yeah, you're like stealing the chip. From? Yeah, I'm not. I can't. Do we ever? I don't think we ever got uh, a clear they description the name, of the name. But they didn't like. They didn't like lean on it. Right. It was just like, oh, you're gonna go into this hideout. Right? Yeah. The, the dude, so their thing was that they wanted to become robotic. Yeah. The one like, dude had like. Uh, Basically, his whole his, eye cavity had just been ripped out, and he has like a one cyborg eye. Right, the there were guys that like had taken off their bottom jaw and just had like a little speaker. Yeah, because they're like, oh, I don't need it anymore. I I take all my food intravenously. I don't need my jaw for anything. I'm obviously not out here giving any girls oral, so I'm not going to need that. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying, boys. So like, um, it's super interesting. Um, so like they and they're following that where like the Voodoo Boys are all hackers. Uh, they're basically cool as fuck. Like, the community likes them because they take care of Pacifica, which I like because that's sort of semi-realistic. And um, the animals are just these jacked-ass fucking big boys. So, like, the voodoos are like, hey, go in and get rid of the large lads. So, that's what you're doing. Yeah. So And it was cool to see the two different approach that they went with. And the whole time you have Keanu Reeves talking shit in the background. Right. Um, so, yeah, yeah, he's, like... So, Johnny Silverhand, played by Keanu Reeves, is, like, a ghost that lives in this chip that's stuck in your head as part of, like, the beginning of the story. It's, like, it's going to happen no matter what, I guess. Uh, it's just, like, you know, part of the game. Yeah. And he... You can actually have him basically be, like, an adversary where you're, like... He's, like, hey, dipshit, I need you to go, you know, get whatever, and then you need to do this. And you can be, like, no, fuck you. Yeah. And he's, like, okay, bitch. <laughs> But I'm ruining your life now. Yeah, I mean, so they showed off obviously the approach for the solo, which very hands-on, punchy, punchy guns uh, that you'd expect. Tear the dude's head off. Tear, yeah, tearing shit apart. Um, you can even rip open doors that are locked that you would normally mm-hmm. hack. You could just rip very them clean off the hinges, basically. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, it's never made me want to play a netrunner more. Seeing them do some of this other shit that they're doing, like mm. one of the uh, cyberwire animal gangs. Uh, the the uh, animal gang members is like lifting weights. They trigger it so it overloads the weight and it just crush. It comes right down on his throat and just crushes his throat. 
which was awesome. Um, yeah, he he hijacks the like boxing the boxing like, practice bot. robot. Yeah, and it just fucking punches the dude's head off. Yeah, just cl- that's pretty just dope. clean knocks him out, and everyone stands up like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, it's very good, very cool yeah. stuff. Um, uh, they, it, we it, also got a good look at the custom wheel. Like, I just on the live stream, I paused it on it yeah, so the, we can take a look. The, um, Did you guys the, see the, the uh, sort of glass tree, the laser wire thing? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah nano wire. Nano wire. Nano wire. Yeah. yeah, they do it from a. You can do stuff from a distance with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how I be having my computer fucking upload porn directly <laughs> into my neural net. <laughs> so it's pretty cool on how they, on like how they break stuff down, uh, with the, um, like skill tree, like things, like uh, a standard rifle and handguns, they're determined by your reflex. Like your reflexes or your reflex skill. Meanwhile, mm. your sniper rifle is determined by your like cool skill, because it's cool as fuck to be a sniper. I'm like, that's fun. Yeah. So yeah, it seems pretty super interesting. I mean, the more I see of this game, the more I like it. it. They've also made a really good call where we kind of talked about they uh, or do we have to sign somebody off first? Um, this will be a minute. <laughs> oh, it'll be a minute. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it might be a good time to uh, uh, go ahead and sign him off as he was saying that uh, he didn't have uh, time for the whole show, um, which right. is cool. Uh, we always appreciate you coming on, Drake. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, Yakuza would have been completely neglected if you hadn't. Shown <laughs> yeah, it would have. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate you guys having me on, and I'm going to try and make it on more often. Um, yeah. Um, view, viewers at home may not understand is like. You know, I'm in California. You guys are on the East Coast. So there's a three-hour difference. So you guys record at uh, you know 10 a.m. your time, but that's 7 a.m. my time, and I can't always get up that early. Right. Which is like totally cool. So I'm just you know I'm gonna make it in where I can fit in. So. Mm-hmm. Right. So and, and yeah, that's cool with us. You know, if you can't make every For show, sure. uh, we, yeah, we totally get it. Um, you know, we'll move on uh, and and do the regularly scheduled program. Um, cool. But yeah, we more than love having you on and chatting with us cool. about stuff. Yeah, yeah, uh, and um, just you know, I, I don't have too much to add on the cyberpunk conversation anyway. Like I, I checked mm-hmm. out E3 and I, you know, I, I gave my report on it. Then uh, it is super super cool stuff, and I think it's actually more interesting. You guys, because you guys heard it from me, and now you're seeing it for the first time and stuff. So just real quick before I go, like, how did my, how did what you assumed it looked like from my description match up to what you saw? when you actually got to see the food yourself. Oh, Yakuza? No, 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 uh, Cyberpunk. Oh, um, like, from when we were talking about it before, because oh, yeah, you got yeah, a good yeah. look at it? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Is, I almost forgot about that, because I read so many, like, journalists' opinion of behind the door, closed doors. I read, like, 10 or 15 articles about yeah. it. Yeah. But, like, so, but seeing it now, like, does it... Does it look exactly yeah, yeah, how yeah. you thought it would or like is there some- I was definitely expecting um, I don't know what I was expecting but I wasn't like it's like Pacifica is at the same time it's like much more complete and also grimier than I was expecting interesting okay which is weird yeah cool. I, um, for, for me it they populated the world with so much and it, it's mm-hmm. like it, it's crazy impressive with how much that they've managed to do um, and I think that's a thing that gets me is, yeah, is just how much 
that we've been able to see. Yeah. Whether you're just mm-hmm. drive like when we see the character driving through on like a motorcycle and there's stuff everywhere. There's a fire and people fighting and you're just driving through it. You're not even there taking part in this and all of it's happening. It's Ooh. it's almost grand it's almost Grand Theft Auto level on the yeah. way that the world just lives and breathes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that is um that's probably the most impressive thing. Yeah. yeah, and they've, like you said, they've shown off so much, and I still have zero idea of what's going on in the game. <laughs> yeah. But, you know? um, like, it, it's, they've, they've showed, like, a combined, like, 50, 60, 70, they've, they've definitely shown, like, an hour and a half of distinct gameplay that is, like, story-based and shit, and it's, like, I, I have no clue where this fits in. Yeah, I'm not even sure what the and general it's, story it's is so about. It's so cool. But um but I do got to go guys. Um thank you for having yeah. me. Uh hopefully right, next man. time I'll be able to fit in on the full show, but uh um busy 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 stuff over here. Uh more to talk about soon, but uh um you know, in the meantime, uh people can check me out on Instagram at Drake Cummings. Uh I work with a uh, group of um other, you know, creative uh you know, talented people uh under the title of the People's Collective. Uh, and you can check mm-hmm. us out on Instagram at the.peoples.collective. You can check us out on YouTube, The People's Collective. Um, we're doing, you know, we, we did a, uh, a series. We have, like, a, a mockumentary series that we made, five five episodes. Um, yeah. You know, we have a podcast that we do, The People's Collective Podcast. Uh, it comes out every other week. Um, talk about entertainment, um, it, news and uh, stuff. Uh, uh, we interview entertainment pe- people who work in entertainment, and, you know, they can come and talk about what they do. Uh, and we also just, you know, talk about what we've been up to. Uh, and then uh, you can check us our YouTube plays out for a bunch of other stuff. We do, you know, sometimes we do reviews, sometimes we do reaction analysis. We're doing a deep dive on Euphoria right now. Uh, that's actually why I got to go. I got to finish editing part three of that so I can get that up. Um, this, nice. That was a great show. This morning. Yes. They, uh, awesome. I'm glad you, you like the show, too. I'd love to Insanely good. talk to you more about that. Uh, maybe in the future, but uh, I got to finish editing yeah. that video so because I got to be somewhere uh, in a few hours and I got to get that video edited before I go. Uh, so that should be up on the channel today in a couple hours um, awesome. and stuff. So yeah, people can check that out if they're interested or uh, check out our podcast. But um, cool. Uh, thank you guys awesome. so much. I will see you next time. All right, man. Yeah, see you. Later. <coughs> All right. So yeah. So yeah, um, let's. Always- yeah, definitely good to get an additional viewpoint. Um, yeah, definitely. That's why we like to interact with Grim a lot too in the comments because he's got a completely different like approach to stuff than we. Yeah, do. he lives in a different world than we do. Basically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's it it should not in my mind. I'm like it's not like that. Like we live in the same like place, but things are yeah. just so different. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, getting back on track. Let's get back to uh, talking about this deep dive on. Uh, Cyberpunk. You were getting into something. So yeah, um, they have, there's been a couple little news stories here and there as, I kind of talked about it in the past, like, you can only expect, like, you kind of have to meet people where they're at on some stuff. Mm -hmm. So CD Projekt Red had kind of gotten in trouble, uh, you know, for some comments that they made basically that was on, uh, primarily it was somebody that worked in marketing on GOG, but they've had several, like, sort of like, unfair trans people jokes and like kind of some weird stuff they kind of got roasted for that uh image that they actually have in this trailer on the um it's on the beverage machine but they've people saw it in just the background on a poster in the past 
where it's like sort of like overly sexualizing a trans character and it's like uh what's what's the exact line it's like get uh altered or something like that that's like kind of gross and it's like uh, we don't really like have to touch that like that you know what i mean and uh they've actually said you know what we after some of the feedback and stuff like we're not even going to have where you select like male or female as your character what you're doing is selecting body types and voice types and each thing is customizable so you can have you know a feminine ish body but then you like a masculine voice um you know some like short facial hair of like basically you would be somebody who was female that has transitioned to male or has you can be completely non-binary or basically whatever and they're not putting that label on it that's like this option is male and this option is female like your you personally put what you think onto it right yeah so like and that's really cool because it gives you know the player that's just more tools yeah, for it's the, just more options yeah and that's ultimately yep. what people want so and it's like if you, you want to make a, there are certain things uh, <clears throat> like if you want to make a, a 200 pound bearded woman that still talks like a robot you can do that you know yeah theoretically that option it's in, in there. there like we'd have to really dig in to see but yeah it should be in there and like it, you know there's certain stuff that's like you know i don't I, I i used to kind of fall for the trap of like oh i'm gonna make me in the game and that's never good because you just end up with a fucking monstrosity every time <laughs> but uh it's like you know i i like i don't do that but i know people that are like i, I want to make someone that represents exactly me and this is what i would do in this world so it's like if you can't do that i mean even if we look at things like to take away the you know the the lgbt cast to this kind of you know this new option even if you don't even look at that if you're a male that defines yourself as a man then you consider yourself to be male and you are right like you might have narrow shoulders and this character that the only option of character that you have has broad shoulders and it's like you know the width of your fucking bones does not determine if you're male or female (laughs) you know what i mean right and like uh you know not even to like to start getting into like oh is there even a binary which obviously there's not but like you know it's like i want my character to you know there are men that have wide hips and it's not really a big deal like nobody gives a shit in real life like you would never see just a guy walking around that had like narrow shoulders and hips and be like uh you're actually a woman uh (laughs) sir somebody has messed up on you and you're actually a woman like that would never happen and yet we do kind of see that occasionally in games where people are like you know there there's a difference in an rpg there's different types of rpgs where in some you make a character and you play that character and they are a unique person mm-hmm. and they're you know they're they have a distinct background or whatever and then there are games where you play as i am gerald this is the role-playing game where i play the role as gerald the witcher and I know people who are into the idea of what The Witcher's doing. It has really interesting stuff going on. And they're like, I just wish I could play as a female. Yeah. And we know the opposite of people that are like, if I have to play as a female character, I just can't get into it. I just, it's not me. I just can't do it. You know? That's true. And it's, I mean, you know, there's, there's people that are the exact opposite where it's like, I am a male and I prefer to play as a female because I think she's cute. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that's also fine. Like, all this shit's fine. And it's a fucking 
video game. So, yeah, like, no, I mean, why not? Right? I mean, that's what it is. It's your fantasy. <coughs> right. It's just someone it's, else is making can, you right. able to live out that fantasy in whatever way. And there's such weird... Like, it's sort of a famous, like, heavily bullied comment of this dude that's like... Uh, great, some this PC bullshit. You've lost my sale, and I had this game pre-ordered. Yes, that's right, pre-ordered. Something I normally never do. Yeah, it's like nobody gives a shit, dude. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> like heard. it's it's pretty universal that the numbers, like sales and things, has shown that including more. Um, I don't really want to even say player friendly because that's not really super it. Increasing the options in a game makes its sales go up, like. Dragon Age became a huge thing among LGBT people because you could be gay in the game. Sure. And, like, would they have played the game where they just they create a romance that they just think is interesting for the character or whatever? Yes. I've done where, you know, I'm straight. I'm possibly very slightly bi, but I don't really know. I've never acted on it, right? And, like, does... Like, everybody's a little gay when you see Alex Skarsgård, right? <laughs> but, like... Does like uh, does that mean I could never play a character who is in a gay relationship? Obviously not, dude. I'm out here fucking Garrus all day in Mass Effect, right? Someone's gotta. Like, might as well be you. Somebody's gotta. Someone's gotta. So like, you know, it, that doesn't bother me. And it's like the the idea that you would be offended that somebody is allowed to be trans in a video game, like, and it's not even that. It's not even saying. It's not like you choose a background that says you were born female, but you've transitioned to a male and everybody appreciates that you're a male now, right? Mm. Like, it's not even part of the game. It's just strictly character customization. Right. Which, like, I'm, I'm fine with my fucking uh, level 76 paladin having a fluffy pink coat because it has good stats, but I swear to God, if somebody has wide hips and wide shoulders, I'm calling the cops. Calling them cops? It's the weirdest fucking shit ever. Like, there's a 0% chance this will hurt them in any way. <clears throat> right. So, So, yeah. it's, it's cool. I think they're, you know, CD Projekt Red is, they're trying to get to a bigger, wider audience with each game, but they're doing it in a way that's staying true to their their artistry basically like they're not making this game super easy and um you know well i guess we don't know but you know they're not like they're not making the game as basic as possible to appeal to a wide audience of idiots that have never played a video game before right it's this is still a hardcore game like i don't recommend the witcher to a lot of people because it's fucking a lot it's yeah like, very specific it's so much like it's I wouldn't say it's particularly challenging on a difficulty level, but it's hard because you have to spend fucking 900 hours on it. Right. So, like, um, here's the poster I was talking about. So, mm -hmm. like, you know, the the fact that they've kind of... They're, they're, they're learning. I mean, you can't be mad at somebody for getting better, right? Right. Like, it, it's the type of shit that's like... Again, we kind of have... I think as a society, we need to come up with what a punishment is. Well, we still have this very powerful call-out culture. But then once you call it out where do you go from there like what's the result okay now we've called this out now what do we do and currently it's nothing right like a couple people will be like uh this guy's satan he needs to die instantly and a couple people will be like oh great pc police they ruin this guy's life and then nothing happens the person keeps their job they don't get punished yeah they i mean to do whatever they're doing i guess it depends on you know it's very rare for somebody's career to be ruined yeah it depends on what <laughs> and like, the scenario of course the it scenario really depends yeah, yeah. And there's some people that have just gone into exile self-imposed, which I think is smart. Yeah. Just kind of take some time, let everything blow over, uh, kind of, you know, think about, like, yeah, Louie. Basically, like, 
Because he basically was like, uh, yeah, I did this. And everybody's like, uh, I mean, to be fair, he said he was going to do it. And he's like, he's like, yeah, I mean, there was definitely a power imbalance. There was definitely like, I shouldn't have done it. It's creepy. And it's like a weird thing that is like, like a fetish, but like, you know, it's hard to control or whatever. So I'm just going to vanish for a while and I'm not going to put people in that situation. He's just doing stuff behind the scenes. Right. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's what you should do. Like, it, that's correct. <laughs> like... And he's probably had the best reaction of anybody. Because a lot of... I mean, like, people... It's, it's like shit like, hey, this guy was kind of weird to me once. And then they're like, what the fuck are you talking... I've never been weird to anybody. And it's like, okay, dude. Like, nobody is calling for... Like, the thing with Aziz Ansari was, like, so minor. It was just such a, like... Uh, hey, this guy's kind of weird. And it's, like, not a big deal in any way. And he was like, that's a lie. I'm taking this bitch to court. And it's like, uh, dude, if you're just like, yeah, I'm kind of weird. Like, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's very odd. And, like, there continues to be these really weird reactions to stuff. And, in fact, we uh, have some of that. And I don't... The further I get into this, the less I want to get into our little final clip here. But, like... Yeah. <laughs> I'll just quickly touch on it. So, we don't need the article or anything. But, like, um, because I think... Triggered by the um, Riot Games uh, doing the settlement over the sexual harassment thing, a lot of more stories have come out of some really high-profile people in the game industry. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to name names or anything, but, like, you know, there has already been the question of, like, are, are, like, are you just trying to ruin this person's life for no reason? Which, again, historically, that has not happened. It's insanely rare. And when it is, when it does happen, we find out that the person was lying, and then they actually go to jail for false police reports and, um, what is it when you uh, libel and shit like that? So like, character. right, defamation. So like, it, you know, there's basically no incentive to lie and make up a assault allegation because you're basically just ruining your own life and you know it's the stuff's tough because it's like nobody's calling for criminal it, it's not like somebody's like hey this happened to me and the police are on the fucking way you know what i mean like it's like this happened and i just want to warn people don't put yourself in a situation where something like this could happen to you right you need to be careful around this guy which i think is totally fine because i mean I don't, like people have been doing that for a long time like it's do you like is there a person in your family that your fucking parents are like hey don't hang out with cousin eddie because he's you know kind of he hangs out with the wrong crowd and he we don't want him to you know introduce you to something dangerous like what's the problem like that's exactly that idea of like hey i'm just, just trying to help out just trying to protect you right. like it's not like hey this guy should go to jail nobody says uh, hey, everybody go on, like, Twitter and dox him and, like, post his home address. And, like, you know, people don't do that and, and par as part of these allegations. If they do, I would say that's highly suspicious, right? Um, like, if somebody immediately is like, hey, I have an anonymous on blast and I'm about to put this person and everyone, I want you to go harass them about it. Like, that's suspicious as fuck. And I would say don't believe that. But in any other case, it's like, I mean, there's certain sort of notorious people that are involved in this and actually one of the people who was accused has committed suicide and sort of admitted that the behavior was true and everyone that worked with them said yeah i can kind of see it 
So it's it's this stuff's really tough. And like I don't think that a death sentence is the correct you know, as I say, like, hey, we need to figure out what the correct punishment is. I don't think it's a death sentence. You know? The same way that I'm critical of like, you know, Eric Gardner being shot by police, like, hey, I don't think that was a death sentence worthy offense that he did. I'm exactly the same way the opposite direction where it's like, you know, if a dude and like these were like serious allegations, right? This was not an allegation of this guy was weird to me at a party once. But is that the death penalty? I don't know, dude. Like it's it, it's tough because like it's easy to point the blame at something and say, "Hey, this thing in society is bad." And the question you have to ask is, "Okay, what do, now what? Like, do we fix it?" Is it bad, but not really bad, and it's better than something else that would take its place? Um, you know, it, it's it's really questionable, and it's it's really tough to, especially when it's something that's so personal and so private as like, you know, this guy like inserted a finger in me at a party, like that's some of the most like fucking weird like awkward shit to have to admit, and it's like. Um, there's like a big like news story again about groping on like Tokyo subway trains and things and like people some company tried to invent some kind of weird stamp thing that's not gonna work but like it's like okay dude like it's like you didn't die it's not gonna like ruin your life some of this stuff but it's like it shouldn't happen you know and it's like there needs to be something like people need to be held responsible by their business which is what happened with this one in particular I'm talking about Mm -hmm. Um, people need to be held accountable to the people in their life. Because a lot of times it's like, you know, if it comes out that, you know, uh, David Bowie like murdered 76 people, he's ruined, right? Like, <laughs> right? it's over. But if it comes out that, you know, somebody was a child molester, people are like, mm, I don't know, dude, it seems kind of sketchy. Why didn't that three year old report it at the time to the police? And it's like, come on, dude. Yeah. Like, it, it, like I'm totally fine with ruining people's reputation. That really doesn't bother me because what is reputation in the modern age? It really ain't shit. I mean, if you're, I mean, most of these people continue to go on to make multi-million dollar deals. They're in entertainment. They're making, you know, award-winning games. Like, I'm not, I'm really not super worried about it if somebody says, hey, this dude was kind of weird because all dudes are weird. Like, I 100% sure. believe every story I hear because, yeah, that's what, that, that's what it's like. You're correct. <laughs> That's what it's like. That's how they're used. That's what they do. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know, like the, the army of like disbelief and shit is really weird to me because it's like, it's not like this person said, go gather up the crew and torches and pitchforks and kill them. You know what I mean? They're like, this dude said shit to me at work that he shouldn't have. I a hundred percent believe that. I have no doubt in my mind that somebody said some shit at work they shouldn't have because I do it every goddamn day. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, I believe you. That is correct. That really happened. But it, it, I, don't, I don't even really put it on accusers of like, okay, now what? It, like, the cancel, cancel culture thing in general. Who have they successfully canceled? One guy. Fucking, um... All I can say is Bill Nye. That's so not it. Yeah, I don't think that... Bill Cosby. Bing Crosby? Bill Cosby is the only person who's been... Bing Crosby is the only person who's been successfully canceled because they got called out for their sexual harassment shit they did. Harvey Weinstein? Not in jail, is he? No. Still living a bit. Like, I don't know what the fuck can tell you, dude. Like, it, the, the idea that, 
this is like women that are out to just ruin people's life for no reason. It's just not well, it, the evidence does not back that up. I mean, it's it's that does happen. It's too many things. Like so, it, it was something I was thinking about. I was like, what's what's more impressive? Someone who was born into, uh, you know, wealth, and then they took that wealth and they made something more of it, or mm-hmm. is it more impressive? For someone who was born into shit, drugs, and blah, blah, blah. And then they've went on to get, like, let's say, their master's degree and have a successful career. Or uh, not even successful, just totally normal. Or totally normal. What's, yeah. That's impressive. What's more impressive? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know. You gotta, I mean, being a celebrity does invite a certain level of negative attention right so if you make something successful you're under the microscope just by being you're gonna get harassed like it's just i'm sorry it's happening like you're not gonna dodge that so like a lot of people just turn off their mentions on twitter and they block a lot of people or they just don't use it or they have a social media intern to handle that for them or whatever and and that problem just just consistent of the age that we're in it doesn't have to be like Mm -hmm. that but at this point it would be like reversing global warming you know it's just something that we can't do good luck it's over yeah it's It's, over so over this is the the world that we live in and there's nothing that's going to change that unless literally everyone does something different and has a different mindset which would take right basically genocide well it would take it would take a couple generations right like (sighs) and we we see this a lot where it's like a lot of young people now very very few young people think that global warming is a hoax compared to older right if you look at, like, the boomer generation or my parents' generation, which I guess, what's after boomers? X? X, whatever. yeah. Um, like, if you look at people that are a little older, they're more likely to think it's fake. Because, well, I lived in this world for X amount of time and nobody said anything about it. Whereas people that have only been alive since September 11th in 2001, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they are not cutesy about like uh, i mean younger people tend to know that the united states has had an adversarial role in the world they like why does the taliban exist it's because we funded them like they exist and they think that we're the enemy because we told them and proved to them that we are and that they're correct like um you know we know that global warming exists because in our lifetime things have gotten significantly worse right and in our lifetime like things that we personally have seen it's like you know, there's there's there is always the thought that like, oh, this is the worst generation to live. Like things are bad right Every now. Every generation, you know, ancient uh, ancient Greek. Um, there's ancient Greece writings, like Plato times, that say like this younger generation's lazy and stupid and they don't appreciate their elders and we're gonna die. All right. Like, um, but we are in a particularly bad time. It's particularly violent in the world. Particularly high death rate. Particularly divided uh you know politically and socially um and you know, ultimately we'll just like every other generation did we'll figure it out things will work out whatever well, but it's like more it, like, it looks pretty fucking grim more, more than likely we'll just forget it and it'll well, be we'll fine. just all die yeah it hopefully. won't matter because nothing but matters. yeah it's you know I, I, ultimately things just move on the way they were going to. very rick and morty but nothing matters it's all yeah. bullshit it's very niche Yeah. So like, um, you know, but I'm it's, trying to, it's like, I was trying to think of something that we've, uh, that we've like eradicated as, as, a, um, I would say polio, but 
well, anti-vaxxers really be out here trying to bring it back. <laughs> right. And, like, so even something that was huge when I was born that has mm. dwindled significantly would be, like, smoking. Mm. There's not oh, that's definitely a true. mess of smokers like there used to be. And that was because right. restaurants and most places are like, no smoking. But then some right. asshole comes out here and is like, we're going to bring up vaping. Huh. Like, it's kind of yeah. the same thing. It just it smells different. It's the same. I mean, we've already had the first reported cases of uh, people that exclusively vape that did not smoke that now have lung cancer. Right. Right. Uh, it turns out you're not supposed to put shit in your lungs. And I'm just like, good. Like, no, like, I mean, they sorry. know, they know what the fuck you know what you're is. doing. Like, that sucks or whatever. But like, okay, three of my fucking grandparents died of smoke related cancer. Right. So I can happily say they fucking did it to themselves and they shouldn't have smoked. Sorry. Right. It's like tough. And my, my fucking mom's dad straight up was like, you know, as he was in pretty bad shape, he was like, well, you know, when I was a kid, they called cigarettes cancer sticks. So I don't really know what I expected. Yeah. That'll do you it. Know? Like everybody's always known. It's not like some new fucking technology in 1986 said, hey, uh, actually, it turns out this is bad and nobody ever knew before. Like everybody knew it was bad. I mean, to be fair, you know, it's like you got to go out some way. Right. That's true. I'd probably rather... I would rather it not be that it, way. Like, I'd rather it not be that way, but, like, I don't know. Yeah. That's a whole other conversation. But it's, like, you know, there's, there's like, shit that needs to be handled at, like, a societal level. And, again, it's like you're saying. The restaurants said, you know what? You can't smoke in here. And businesses said, you know what? You can't smoke at work. If you need to smoke, you need to go out and take a smoke break. Yeah. But they still get and more time away from... That's true. First, I just take I take an equivalent amount of breaks as I would if I were smoking. I do too. So that's yeah. how I get my money out. Yeah. But it's like, um, you know, it's like we we made it inaccessible, right? We made it difficult to smoke. Like, if you want to smoke, you have to do all this dumb shit now, yeah. and you have to pay a lot of money. And for it too. you have to go outside. You have to pay a lot of money. There's a tax on it, which of course this is a regressive tax. It does impact poor people more than rich people, but still, um, we can do the same thing with sexual harassment. If you sexually harass somebody at work, one one strike. You have to go outside. You know, you're fucked. You have to be like outside to harass people at work. If you're going to sexually harass the waitress, you have to go outside the restaurant. <laughs> uh, yeah, she I mean, follows like, you there out are, there, you're allowed, I guess. I don't know how that... Right. Yeah, she's some, sort of like... She's liable yeah, at that Unless point. she's on a smoke break. Then it's different. If, if she's already out but there. But yeah, it's... Yeah. It's, uh... I don't know. Like, we can, we can implement these same solutions. Like, you know... There's, like, hazing... Like, college, like, sport team and, like, frat group and stuff. Like, hazing has been outlawed. And there's a lot less hazing now. Right? Right. Like, that's just simply happened. I mean, we can just, we can prove it. Like, it just doesn't happen as much. And when it does happen, it's extremely kept on the down low. And when it's found out, those people are punished. Like, all of this stuff is very doable. Uh, it's like you said, we do, I mean, it's a lot easier to fix than fucking global warming, which is why I like to get fixated on it, because global warming i mean every news story that comes out you're like oh i get it we're fucked yeah like there's not much more we're to not coming back from this oh okay i get it like I'm, my generation is completely fucked and if there's any generation after mine they're fucked right like you know this is very different this is something we can solve in one generation you know and we don't even have to undo anything that anybody else did because younger people are generally less sexist because we haven't learned it you know so it's i don't know it's it, it should be easy to fix and obviously I understand that there's people always make dumb comments. There will always be shit that somebody said that they regret, that they, they can't go back and unsay it, obviously. Right. So like, 
again, I, I think that's where we need to just get into the punishment and holding people accountable. Like, you know, if you say something weird to a female employee, it's really not a big deal. If you consistently say weird shit to all female employees, that's, that's a, a big deal. Yeah. So, you know I, I mean, mean, if you're just a weird guy, that's cool. That's fine. That's why I'm just a fucking weird guy. But I say weird shit at work all the time. But, yeah, I mean, I... And as far as offense goes, it's like, be offended. Who fucking cares? Oh, that's totally fine. And, I, like, I do understand, too, that there, like, there's a lot of things that people say, like, oh, well, you're choosing to be offended by that. And it's like, I can't control my emotions, dude. Come on. Right. You know me better. And, and, and but it's like, choosing, you are offended, and that's and, that's okay. And, and You choose how you react to being offended. Yeah, and, and they're choosing to say, oh, you're offended by that. Like, we're all making choices right now. And right. you're making a choice to... You know, kind of be a douchebag. I'm making the choice to be offended. And that person made a choice to tell me something that would offend me. Right. So, yeah, it is a lot of stuff. Like, people know what they're doing. It's like, if you break it down, it's like, it all comes back to who cares? For me. Yeah. For me. Is is this something that you're going to spend time on? No. Is this this something that you're going to spend your energy on? Limited amount of brain space. It's like when you're in the car and someone cuts you off. And you're like, fuck that guy. I don't go and home. I, keep rolling. I don't go home and like fucking just fully Kyle the drywall because this guy cut me off yeah, in like traffic. Boiling go, and seething. I go, fuck that guy. In my head. Yeah. And then I drive off. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I do I it out loud. Go, like, I don't even like I'd be like, who who am I saying this for? You know what I mean? I'm like, fuck you, and then I hit the gas and I'm gone. Other people get like, really pissed and super road people, ragey about it. It's led to fucking murders and shit. I know. And we don't need to go that <laughs> you know far. I mean? It could just be like, you can go, oh, that guy's a piece of shit. And then that's your yeah, thought. And then when you see and him, then, like, when you see him pulled over by the cops later, you chuckle and you roll on. Yeah. That's it. If you happen you know, to go to the really, same yeah. place, be like, hey, that was really shitty of you. And then it's awkward. No, I wouldn't say anything to him. I would just key their fucking car. It's, it's Well, see, I don't want to promote pro- property damage. I just want to hurt their feelings because... It would hurt my feelings to see my car. Oh, yeah, that would hurt my feelings, too. But just being like, hey. Both. You're, they, you're come on, they have shit. insurance. Fuck them. Yeah. It's a victimless crime. Yeah, if you take okay. out uh, three of their tires, insurance won't cover it. Damn. <laughs> fuck. That's brutal. Sorry. <laughs> it's only one or four, huh? It, yeah, if you take out one, they'll take it. They take care of all of them. It depends on the insurance. Ours are covered by, like, no matter what. Because we have the dealership mm. bullshit, but... Uh, nice. Yeah, no. I mean, I guess it depends. You have to pay attention. Damn. That's brutal. So, we also saw the trailer, we teased it, for uh, the reveal trailer for Homeworld 3. Yes. It, now, Homeworld is not something that I was... Um, uh, oh. That I'm familiar with. No. Um, it's like one of the early... Um, like, it's certainly not the first, like, space, like, 4X game. Mm-hmm. Uh, strategy game but it was one that really caught on um it did super well and kind of had some interesting mechanics that were sort of new at the time but basically it was just it was the one that made it right um homeworld 2 kind of got mixed reviews um homeworld deserts of karak was like a standalone expansion uh that apparently was really good i never played that i played homeworld 1 only so So, let's talk about what kind of game this is yeah, so it's similar to like a Stellaris or um, I'm not really it's, sure what else to compare it, to because these have kind of died out. It's, but um, I mean, is it like an RTS? Is it a uh, yeah? It's real time. Uh, you're in space. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're colonizing worlds. You're sending exploration vessels. You're building armies. You're doing space battles. Um, you're building up your planets. So yeah, it's a strategy 
Um, the four axes, expand, explore, extract, exterminate. Mm. So, um, yeah, it's basically just a good space real-time strategy game. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, and, you know, I, I looked up a little bit after I started, because I don't know why. Um, immediately when I saw it, I, I thought um, of that game that Ness comes from. Uh, Homeworld? Homeworld. Home, homebound? Or, Home? Is it homebound? Uh, Earthbound. Earthbound. That's what I thought of. And I was like, oh, no, it's that's not that. weird. <laughs> and then I looked into it and I was like, oh, this isn't that at all. Um, so yeah, this is something completely new uh, for me. And the announced trailer doesn't okay. lend to anything. You know, it just kind of like... It doesn't show anything on, you know, what the game really is like. It's just like, hey, cool. Right. It's, yeah, yeah. It's it's strictly a um, it just fancy trailer. Yeah, it just kind of shows them some a cinematic like, exploration. It looks like they're going into a wormhole, um, and then whatever those maybe mines are. I don't know. I think those are like uh, like beacons in space to help you navigate. Okay. Um, I'm not super sure. They do kind of look like they're in mines or something. But they light up when you get nearby. Why would you want your mind to, like, let them know they're about to be mined, right? Right. Yeah, know. I'm That's not weird. sure. But then they go into, like, a warp gate. That's what makes me think it's some kind of navigational thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's really cool. I mean, not it's kind of through Fig. Yeah. Um, so we'll have to see where it goes. Um, I did. Uh, a lot of these guys originally worked on the early games that are working on this third one so there's that i did hear that you know we're not going to get anything too too soon it's very early on it's probably pretty far out yeah so um you know just something to hey look that's there that's uh that's pretty cool um Mm -hmm. for people who love it and it could be a good you know it'll be a great time for people who have never heard of it or messed with it before to get into it for the first time right so coming from i would have just called it homeworld yeah, Gear was uh, like pu- the the older stuff is pretty old. It was pub- It's being published by Gearbox, right? Yeah. Fig and what was the other company that they showed off there? It was Blackbird. Blackbird. Yeah, Blackbird Interactive. So that'll be cool. Yeah. And then uh, the last little bit that I that I, I brought up just because I'm a big fan. I love what their engine is doing. Uh, Capcom mm-hmm. did tease a new Resident Evil, and then they all but like confirmed it um, ahead of their Tokyo Game Show showing. Um, so uh, they they showed off. I think it was like four pictures, and then something that said Project Resistance, um, mm-hmm. and the R and the E were red. Um, so uh, it looks like a new, you know, Resident Evil thing that we have kind of coming up. Um, what it looks like is a uh, like a four player co op multiplayer thing. Um, mm-hmm. So this could be Resident Evil taking their stab at a uh, Left for Dead esque game. Yeah. Um, and that is probably a great idea, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, showing off some you know unique characters. Uh, looking at the spread of the characters, there looks like there's a uh, like a guy who might be like a like a football player. There's another dude who uh, I'm not sure. He's just another kind of bigger guy. Uh, there's kind of like a punk girl and then like a nerdy girl. Mm-hmm. That we've seen so far. 
Um, I'm the nerdy girl. You're the, Velma is 100% my best. He, he's Velma. Um, I'm Velma. I'm. What would the other girl's name be? Scrappany? Like Daphne, but she's scrappy. <laughs> uh, but I don't like that. I don't like that at all. <laughs> I hate um, it. That's terrible. Uh, As a matter of fact, <laughs> I'm actually kind of mad. Like that's made me pretty <laughs> upset. Uh, you know what? I'm offended. <laughs> there it is. There it is. How we're wrapping it. Um, you know what? But yeah, uh, you know, we don't have too too much uh, more to say about this. At least not until. Uh, September 9th yeah. during Tokyo Game Show. Um, Hell we'll yeah. be able to watch some gameplay at the Capcom booth. We will definitely have some news on what this is. Um, and uh, I'm excited for it. A lot of people are talking about um, the past things that Resident Evil have done, which is kind of not... Capcom is done with Resident Evil, which is not good in the multiplayer front. They did uh, Resident mm-hmm. Evil Outbreak, um, which was okay, um, but it just kind of like pulled you out of the Resident Evil experience, and that was the problem. And I think the right way yeah. to go into the Resident Evil experience is very much a Left 4 Dead approach. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see if that's what that is. Uh, we have some better uh, we have some better photos of this uh, over on our Facebook. You can actually go. Go check that out. Let me see if I can uh, find that really quick because I posted them all. Nice crystal clear photos in the comment section of our uh, post about it. Um, So yeah, you can go see all those in their better quality shots. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, we'll be hearing more about this and, uh, and more, obviously a lot more. Uh, for Tokyo Game Show, which I, I, does it start on the ninth? I haven't actually looked at when Tokyo Game Show is this year. I'm not sure. I can't speak the language, so usually it's just a bunch of flashing lights and colors to me. Well, that's all. Everything is. For, uh, that's a good point. It says 11th to the 15th, uh, but they're doing something obviously on the ninth for Resident Evil. So okay. Uh, Maybe there's like maybe they have the early press time and then right. the um, the actual like show like floor show after like they used to do at E3, or I guess they still do that at E3. So there's no and, and Sony has also said that they're not doing a press conference there. Uh, very yeah. weird. Um, I don't know. And we keep hearing yeah, people, Sony has like fully pulled out of anything that they don't hold themselves at this point. And I don't even they're kind of turtling. I up. haven't even heard anything about the PSX. Not yet. That should be in December, right? Right. Usually we hear... Early, like beginning of December. Yeah. So, uh, you know, all things will... We'll, of course, keep an eye on... Yeah, we'll avoid. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we'll keep an eye on. So, um, that's the end of the show, though. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Um, If you want to talk more about anything we talked about here, definitely uh, head over to... Uh, our social media is head over to facebook.com backslash mammoth games inc and talk about all of these things on their own specific posts uh, we more than happy to chat with you guys on that um, as well uh, on twitter at mammoth games inc uh, that's not only so you know when we go live but uh, another good spot to uh, call us out on our bullshit uh, because that's what twitter is oh, for um, 
So, again, thank you guys for hanging out. Uh, stay tuned. Um, if you haven't checked out the newer show, the deep dive show that we're doing, um, go check out uh, check out that episode. It released Wednesday, right? Uh, Did we release that Wednesday? The, the standalone has not been released. Yet. Okay. The, uh, what we've been playing. Okay. Um, I'm kind of wondering how we want to do that one because it sort of became a mix of what we were planning on and what we want to do now right right so now we do have a a a very clear uh path on what we want to do um so you guys can definitely uh join us next week where we'll be doing our first episode of that uh which will be um on the witcher uh, starting with The Witcher 1. Uh, you guys can get that backstory. We can talk about The Witcher. Um, and again, uh, if you guys want to listen to us on the podcast, it'll probably be uh, uh, Wednesday. It'll be a midweek show. Um, mm. But you can always catch it live on Sundays. For sure. So uh, come out and join us for that. But, uh, you know, until then, thank you guys for joining us. And I am Night Swarm. And I'm Filtercord. Have a good one.